Famcast Media. Bitch. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Broadcasting live from a secret location in Compton, California. The talk show that makes psychiatrists see other psychiatrists. Other psychiatrists. Other psychiatrists. Other psychiatrists. Maybe if I unmute the mics, maybe people can hear my <laughs> woo. It's been a while, fucking week, week, and nonstop. It's. It's been nuts, man. It has been. been. I I can only imagine what life is like on your side of town. I mean, we've spoken a handful of times, and it just, your shit sounds just as clunky and crazy as my side, but uh, with other... With other formulas and remedies, if you will. So, Indeed. But uh, the thing is, we just keep going, though. That's what counts, right? <laughs> I mean, you just got to keep pushing. I mean, you don't stop. 
Don't stop. Just like Pigs Radio, you are tuned in to the longest running podcast in the Pigs Neverse. Pigs Radio Podcast live every Sunday night. We are on episode 475. Wow. Trucking along and on our way to the road of five fucking hundred. That's awesome. You know, it's coming up very close and I have not decided what I'm <laughs> what we're going to do, but things need to start flowing and I think they're going to start flowing soon. Or at least, you know, cool fucking hangout where we invite all our friends here. I don't know, but it should be wild and whatever the fuck it is, is going to be a good time. So hopefully everyone tunes in. I think that's going to be sometime in October. I'm looking forward to that, man. I'm I excited am. to see what you do. Ooh, October. That's like writing time for all the spooky spooks and all Perfect the like, month, right? uh, you know, like fuck. Uh, Ah, the spooky spooks. It is what it is. With Pigs Radio, once again, live every Sunday night. Like, subscribe, tell your mom about us. If she didn't already know, I'll slide into her DM and let her know myself. Uh, we've been rocking and rolling for a long time. I am, you know, without Pigs, uh, we miss you, Zach. You're a bitch. We hope to see you next week. Wait, is there a show next week? You know what? Uh, it's going to be kind of wonky in, Oct- in April. I'm going to say October already. In April, fuck. I think I'm, yeah, no show next week because I'll be working at Coachella. Oh, shit. Wow. I'm super stoked. Even just to be asked. Right? That's fuck. freaking awesome, dude. That's phenomenal. Yeah, I can't. It's, yeah. I got a big thing I'm working soon, too. So oh, yeah. yeah. Just that vibe. Just that vibe. So I get to hopefully see some people out there. The Coachella uh, Empire in, uh, Field, whatever the fuck that thing is called nowadays. It's been a while. Uh, I, you know what? My first Coachella when I was about 2003. Wow. I think Morrissey was on that one, maybe. That's when it was good with the alternative music. Yeah, exactly. I, I had to be careful what term I use there for the music, but yeah. Alternative, I think, was the term in those days, right? Um, very much so. Well, uh, it was already kind of out of that alternative phase and going into whatever the fuck was at Whatever that point. they were calling it then. Uh, I mean, to this day, you still call everything that's not top 40 alternative in a weird sense. I mean, I talked to a lot of old people from the clubs, you know, who used to go in the 90s. Oh, we play alternative music. Like, the fuck does that mean? Like, yeah, like narrow that shit d- down. Like, what? Dude. That's so, that's, that means everything that's not in top 40 or hip hop or yeah. just alternative. Anything that's not in another genre is alternative. Or my favorite, the K Rocks. You know, oh, you yeah. already know that that was all fucking the 80s shit. So, all the K Rocks. You play the K Rocks? What? K-Rocks? I'm there. It's <laughs> my generation, baby. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, thank you for everyone who came out last night to the Moz Disco out at Mal's Bar. Uh, shout out to uh, Puppet Giovanni. Uh, I think he's logged in right now. He hung out with us. We did a quick interview with him yesterday. Live performance here from the Pig Stage. We did an awesome pop-up episode on a Saturday morning. Kind of like breakfast with pigs, but not breakfast because it was already past 12, but he was here at 10. I got a breakfast burrito anyway. So, so like it's kind of like brunch? Yeah. <laughs> if you're into brunch and with bottomless mimosas or mamosas, whatever it is that you're rocking with, I mean, get <laughs> that shit in. You ever had a mamosa? No. You replace whatever the fuck the, the alcohol is with vodka. Oh, Way better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, some alcoholic friends of mine told me about mimosas. I'm like, all right, that's a whole different thing. Got it. That's how, that's how you wake up. And ice cream. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I have a street vendor who sells homemade. It's not ice cream. He calls it ice cream, but it's kind of like uh, a slush, if you will. Ooh, and yeah. he, he makes them out of lime, uh, uh, mango, and then mango with chamoy. 
and it's freshly made. The fat girl in me is so happy right now. <laughs> I I try not to eat that shit all the time, but you know, it was it's the long weekend. We had guests from Fresno Hi. Puppet in town. Fres yes, baby. Fres yes. Fres yes. Is that is that what it's called back there? In Fresno, we say Fres yes. Fres yes. Yeah, you know I'm I lived in Fresno for several years, right? Oh shit, no way. Yeah, I helped run Fresno Goth uh, before I left and had a huge belly dance festival up there. No is, belly dancers. Uh, is that some of the video stuff that we saw the last time you were here? Maybe. That was the picture you had with me and all yeah, the people yeah, behind yeah. me and the mics. Yeah, that was my festival in Fresno. Okay. Called Requiem. Everyone's asking me to put on another belly dance festival, so. Ooh, yeah, out, out in Fresno? Yes? No, we're going to do it probably down south. Oh, okay, okay. I think it's going to move so everyone gets a chance to be able to attend. There we go. Yeah. Well, Across the way from me, the returning Marjani back to Pigs Radio. Welcome back. Normally, I would have a full room of other fucking <laughs> disgusting pigs clapping with me, but you know, this is. I'll clap with you. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Zach is at home if he's watching right now. I don't know if he's pointing the kid. He'll Hi, be Zach. he'll be clapping you. them ass cheeks that he has. Like that's that's how he does it. Oh, so oh, uh, yeah, I don't have an ass, so I can't do that. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck. I don't have one either. It hurts back there. It always hurts. I know. I sit too damn much. <laughs> Thanks what, for having me back, though, Mario. <laughs> absolutely. Excited to be here. Inland Empire Goth, obviously the Goths of the 909. And the uh, 951. And Oh, wait. Is that, that's, uh, that's Riverside's part of Inland Empire. 951? I, I don't know much past the 909, so forgive me. You're going to have to educate me. It's been, it's been a while. I just know about the 909 and... We do call the IE the 909 zone. Although everyone thinks of it as Riverside because a lot of events happen in downtown Riverside, which is still Inland Empire, um, but they're the 951. Oh, so. are they fancier bitches than everyone else, or what the fuck? I mean, Riverside's pretty fucking fancy. They got the Mission Inn and like all those you know, all the downtown Victorian houses and shit. So I guess they kind of earned it. <laughs> uh, I've been out there a few times. It's a fucking drive for me. Yeah, and it is. at night after you're done. And you've been partying. And you got to drive back. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That Even with no traffic, I'm looking at least 45 fucking minutes. Minimum. Yeah. And that's not if some other fucking dipshit asshole decided to have a fucking ass, uh, accident or whatever. Or fuck. whatever. They're doing road construction down to one lane or some shit. Do they do the stupid burnouts out there like oh, they yeah. do here? Okay. Uh, that's an everywhere thing. Fuck you guys. Yeah. It's, I think it's a SoCal thing. Yeah, now it is. Yeah. We, all the L.A. people moved inland. So, you know, they just brought it with them. LA people just moved out everywhere. They took over fucking uh, Texas and <laughs> 909. And That's right, guys. Take over. <laughs> you guys are fucking it up for everyone else, apparently, with all your big bucks. But oh, well. More for us that are still here. But uh, for those who don't know, I mean, people are tuning in. Uh, let people know who you are, what do you do, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, gosh, where to start? <laughs> My name is Marjani Bellamorte. I run Inland Empire Goth, which is meant to be, uh, you know, an organization that just helps bring all us goths back together after the big pandemic. Um, I work a lot of different jobs. Right now we're also working on a new goth television channel that is on Roku and will soon be on uh, Amazon TV and Amazon Fire Stick called Subgoth TV. So we've already got a couple episodes up there. So I've been working on building content, doing all that stuff. Um, I was a professional belly dancer for 20 years, and I just recently got the green light to dance again. So I'm gonna start teaching and put together a belly dance festival, and you know, Ooh. on top of all my Inland Empire Goth events that I try to make family friendly because there's so many that are 
18 or 21 and over. You know, gotta gotta start um, nurturing our future generation of goths too. I will say, as long as I've been doing shows and and whatnot, at, at least 20 fucking years. The thing in LA that most of these 18 and over spots have gone away. Yeah. They've shut down. Especially after COVID, yeah. COVID fucking just kicked everyone in the dick. Dude, it killed so many venues. (laughs) (laughs) Just sucked ass. I mean, even back then, I think there was already like very minimal fucking Mm -hmm. amount of venues. And the venues that you do find today, which look incredible and great, they're the most shittiest fucking areas. Like... Yeah. This, like you, you don't want to bring once. your car there. No, like you definitely <laughs> want to Uber no matter what because you're gonna get your shit broken into. Unfortunately. Yeah. You know it, but fuck, it's LA, right? It it is what it is, and people are gonna go or not go. And you get what you gotta get. You know, I mean, sometimes the outside looks awful, and you step inside, and you're like, where am I? <laughs> I'm not in Vegas or New York or something. Like I'm where? The diamond in the rough, like that, is the 1720 warehouse. Oh my god! Right. Right off of 16th Street in LA. I have my car broken in at 1720 warehouse but the show was so worth it that was a show that (laughs) fn1 and i with club fun city put together we had french police all the way from chicago uh haunt me uh from texas and close hair from here from la and then uh monroe now he's the biggest fucking deal in the world and monroe's taken off jesus christ uh i was really fortunate to get an interview with him before he fucking got all like hollywood and shit but hey man good good for him that's what's up. That's something he's been doing for a while, for a long time. Kudos, without... Moreau. Kudos, man. I hopefully, I'll be out there checking out his set on Sunday because he's going to be playing uh, both weekends at Coachella on what? Sunday. What? You lucky fucker. Fuck, it's crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, just to see someone like that, like, fuck, man. And to see him, like, when they weren't as big. Yeah, And exactly. then now to see them like Coachella, like, that's... That's some big deal shit. That's crossing some thresholds right there, man. You know what? I think the goth community in general, the goths, the 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 darks, the sad boys, the sad girls, everything in between, all the alternatives, that's become the new thing now. And there's been such a new movement on it and very commercialized. Uh, oh, yeah. So I'm kind of curious. Where do you fall into that? Are you really like one of those like, hey, fuck you, like we're really like this and now you're just like a bunch of people who just found it cool or are you like opening to everyone because in this scene to be honest like we take everybody dude we were the the place the misfits went if you don't fit in somewhere else the goth world and the punk world just took you in and made you home right the queers the weirdos the misfits the freaks so i'm on the fence with that one right i'm kind of old school i'm sort of like this is our little secret subculture but i watch wednesday now and i love wednesday oh my god everybody watched wednesday now we're all gonna wear pigtails dance 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 Um, (laughs) do you know how many belly dancers i know who did that dance i bet it's fabulous um not me but plenty of them did uh shout out to my girl silvana in fresno who runs one of the best troops out there black sands you ever get a chance to see him check him out um and so like I don't know. I've always took the stance that um, people have to start somewhere, right? We all have a little inner goth in us. Sometimes it only comes out at Halloween. Sometimes we get to bring it out once in a while if we're going to a club or a party that allows us to. So to see people really starting to embrace that 
sort of warms my heart. Like, it's nice to look around and see more colored hair, more piercings, more tattoos openly displayed. Face tattoos have gotten really big. So it's kind of like... Fucking Post Malone. Right? <laughs> make that shit. Um, but I think it's beautiful, you know, everybody expressing themselves so beautifully instead of so cookie cutter. Um, but there's also that side, too, where it's kind of like, yeah, they're just... It, it's an aesthetic. It's an aesthetic, and it's not a lifestyle for a lot of them, or for a lot of us. It's a lifestyle. You walk in my house, I got dead things and coffins and bats and, you know, Victorian furniture. You're dead shark. Yep. Hell See? yeah. You got that goth, man. <laughs> you got that goth in you. I do wear black all the time, you know? Yeah, I mean, Just, you know, why would you wear any color but the color of your soul? Exactly. <laughs> it matches your soul. Sad boy music. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I... I it depends, I think, on the situation. Like, if you're just a bunch of people looking the part and you show up at a golf club and you're mad because we're playing golf music, then I get a little like, come on, dude. Like, really? As I, have you witnessed that? No shit. Oh, what, oh, yeah. what were they expecting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and it's funny, too, because some people are like, oh, that's not goth enough. I'm like, well, what do you think is goth? Like, there's so many facets of goth. They didn't play like, the Wednesday song, Dance, Dance, Dance? Oh, they definitely. did play Google Book <laughs> by the Cramps. It's not and even, it's like, not even the like original rock, version. Um, I don't know. I mean, the music is changing. The scene is changing. If we're not adaptable, then what? I mean, we've kept the scene along this, alive this long by being adaptable. Yeah. You know, Things like after changed. Columbine and the goths got really persecuted, even though those two little fuckers weren't even goth. Um you know, we had to find all kinds of different factions. That's where, you know, industrial, the rivet heads and the, the, the psychobilly and the raver goth and the, you know, or I, I guess you should say the gravers and you Ooh, know, the, gravers. the death like billies. That. We used to call them the death billies instead of the psychobillies um, or gothabillies, you know. There has been so much of that crossover mm -hmm. that I got to experience growing up as I was going to all the alternative 80s new wave clubs and then right? rockabilly all of a sudden became a thing and now Huge. the party crews and cholos became rockabilly gangs and that was a thing for a long time and then rockabilly gangs were killing and or not killing but beating up each other for whatever fucking reason <laughs> like that's why it's a ghost town Sorry, I had to reference the Ghost Town song. They don't play that in the clubs enough anymore. Need to start playing that more. Right. And then the the evolution of everything. The party crews turn into rebel crews, and then rebel crews turn into rockabillies, and then rockabillies. And then they turned into cholos and anime goss crews. And, and, you know, I mean, it's just, it's taken such a wide range. And I think part of that, too, is the internet. Right, like the internet really brings a lot of different styles and things to people, and they don't always have a way to say, section it off. Maybe they're in a place where they're a little more sheltered, and they don't really have goths around. So they're like, oh, this is really cool, but maybe it's more in the punk rock or the, the cholo scene that they're into, so they kind of incorporate it all, which I think is beautiful. You know, I love that the art, the music, the, the style, all of the stuff in the goth world is finally being embraced. And hopefully the media is showing us in a much better light than they have in all the previous years. How would you find back then, because you've been in the scene for a little while, back then I'm sure. four years. So no, obviously no, no MySpace, no GeoCities, no Facebook, no Twitter, no TikTok, none of that shit. No. How are AOL dial-up, maybe. <laughs> 
how are you how are you getting your 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 information and how are you staying in tune with the with the community back then zines man it was all oh, about no shit. the homemade Fanzine. zines yeah the fanzines we actually just had a zine fest at Doctor Strange they're coming back no shit um, you know we go to the clubs get the zines it was always word of mouth or uh, you know in the back of a zine you found a little ad and you just followed up on it. Um, a lot of magazines, you know, I used to get Carpe Noctum and Livid Looking Glass and all those goth magazines that kind of told you what was going into style and had little mail-ins for like punky color before you could buy it in the stores. <laughs> and, you know, um, my friend uh, David Grubb, who really got me into the goth scene in my later years in high school, like really opened the door and went, this is what you need. These are the bands you want to listen to. Here's how to cultivate your look more. Like I really credit him for a lot of how I turned out later on. Um, he was one of the first piercers in our area. He learned all that through books. And no because shit. he was learning to pierce, he went to a lot of places, met a lot of people, started learning new things. So he was kind of the one that brought us the music, led us to new places and, you know. A true grassroots campaign. I mean, oh, yeah. you know how much time and dedication. No, no one does because everyone's on their fucking phone. Oh yeah, oh, flipping for like three seconds. <laughs> now I'm an expert. I, and I mean, not to sound like the old man waving his fucking stick at the fucking kids running across the yard or anything, but I miss experiencing new shit like that. I miss the whole holy fuck. I what what I is had no this? idea yeah because now someone just tags you right <laughs> and there it is and don't get me wrong the, the thing with technology is fucking crazy it's, it's beautiful amazing, this dude. shit this it's fucking I, amazing this is all happening because <laughs> of it and we're streaming live across all your favorite uh social media platforms simultaneously live except for you instagram suck our dicks uh <laughs> But I mean, the technology today is incredible. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a I'm a one man fucking wrecking crew with fucking full show and and the push of a button, you can have so much that before it took like a whole crew to do. Right. You know. Don't get me wrong. When I have a whole crew, it's a lot easier. But can it be done? Like fuck yeah, because that's what technology is. But it's also kind of taken away from shit like that. And yeah, like, it's taken away from the excitement of it. Or like, you know, we used to go to Showcase Theater in Riverside. That's like legendary. I mean, I saw Switchblade Symphony there. I saw freaking No Doubt there when they were just a little garage no band. Shit. I saw Christian Death there, you know. So there were a lot of great shows there. And when we'd go to the showcase, and then, of course, they'd have all the flyers, and people would be out handing you flyers on the street. You know, you went home with a little stack of flyers, taped them all up on your yeah. wall, made your room look super fucking cool, right? Now you, they go, oh, here, tag you. Here, scan my QR code. So I, like, with Goth on the Mountain and some of our events, I still make, hand flyers and still pass them out As at the end of the should. club because I want people to have those little keepsakes. I like to have them. I have a beautiful portfolio of all my flyers and stuff that I can be like, look, I did all that. <laughs> you know? I actually kept two flyers from every show I have ever either printed that was mine or was a part of a collaboration. Didn't matter. If my name was on it, I kept every single one to this day and yeah. all the posters. Within the last couple of years with everything changing, people don't want to People don't want to talk to you. People don't want to acknowledge. People don't want to conversate. It's they don't say weird. hi. Everyone's just... Yeah, it's fucking gnarly. So as the years have kind of gone, that shit has been dropped off. No one yeah. cares. No, not the same. You know, you give people flyers. They go, yeah, just throw it on the ground. Because we don't have any, you know, climate problems. The right. world isn't shit because we're trashing it, you know? Just throw one more piece of paper on the ground. It'll, it'll decompose, whatever. I can't even, I don't even, I, I, I never clocked in and out, but the amount of hours that I spent every, you know, three, four nights a week 
outside of a fucking club. Passing out flyers at four in the flyers. morning. <laughs> Just to let people know, like, hey, man, there's a fucking party you got to know about. I'm standing yeah. here to let you know about a fucking party that's coming up that you need to be a part of, that you need to know about. Yeah, I remember in high school, a guy got a flyer at release, uh, not release the bats. It was a release the bats flyer. And he got it. I want to say it was a Helter Skelter. It might have been a different club, maybe Stigmata. I don't know. It was way back when when Release Abouts, you know, was in their early days. And he brought it home to school because I went to Fontana High. He had it at Fontana High, and he was like showing everybody at lunch. And by the end of the day, he had retraced the whole flyer like eight times to give it to all of us in the golf no scene, shit. so we could make sure we didn't miss going to Release the Bats. And by the way, that's telling you there were no cameras on your fucking phones, no phones in your pocket. No, and like, you know, we had a Xerox. It wasn't a copier. It was a literal Xerox. You oh, know, shit. it came out okay. with that blue, like, crap-ass <laughs> paper that they ended up using for fax machines. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dating myself really bad. That's okay. I'm proud to be an elder goth. Right. You know, and it, it, it really warms my heart that even though, like, I go to a lot of clubs and there's a lot of 20-somethings, 18-somethings, if it's 18 and over, there's still so many elder goths in my age range, you know, between 30 and 60, I'm going to say, <laughs> um, that are still coming out to the club, still dressing up, still alive in the scene, loving it, keeping it moving. Um, and that's what made me want to do family things. Like, look at these elders mingled with these youngins. There's so much we can learn from each other, right? Like, the millennials have all this technology and the new slang and all that shit that us old people just Science. can't keep up with. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about nowadays. Me either. But as old people, you know, I mean, you can watch a YouTube video or you can ask me how to tease your hair up and then how to comb it out so it doesn't break off and you got a like, rat's nest for the next three days. Or how do I get, you know, my corpse face if I don't have white powder at home? Like, I didn't buy white foundation. Because we didn't have any of that stuff. You know, we used baby powder and hairspray to get our faces white. <laughs> Okay, yeah. yeah. You got to fucking figure some shit out. Yeah, back in the day, you put a bunch of lotion, then the lightest foundation, heavy baby powder, dusted your face, sprayed it with Aquanet, put on more baby powder, you know, and you'd put like a tissue, you'd get like your tissue paper and make it single layer and lay it over your face and powder through the tissue, you oh, know, shit. and then spray it and then powder and spray it like 20 times. There's methods to all this. Oh, totally. And once again, time. Time. Put in time put in this is for I, I don't know like i've what's been gnarly to me as as my travels have been kind of going all over the place meeting people that don't have any real passions about anything and i'm like what the fuck like you don't like anything like uh, yeah, not, not passionate about it's great whatever i'm just floating through life not a super fan about anything not really like you know, like no music doesn't call out to them in any kind of way no I listen to everything doesn't matter yeah, I have, I, I've met people like that, too, because I've been traveling a lot. And it blows my mind because it, I don't remember meeting people like that before. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like now it's, it's more of that mm -hmm. versus what the, I guess, the elders are being. I don't know. Right. It's just versus, like, like, I'm goth or I'm punk. or well, not I'm, even you know, that. Or like, I love punk. Like, my boyfriend, right? We've been going, going on eight years soon. Oh, congratulations. Um, he's a total punk rocker. Yeah. But he's got such an eclectic music sense. Like, my dad's been visiting, and he's like, what is this twangy-ass country shit? And he's like, oh, 
that's you know Bob Wayne or Hank the Third, and then <laughs> on comes some like hardcore punk, and then you get some soft punk, and then some goth comes on, and then some oldie sixties R and B shit. That's like, right, all over you the know? place. I mean, you don't have to be married to one thing, but. You know, some of us just gravitate more to a specific look or style, and some people just don't, I guess. So, with your travels, obviously, you mentioned Goth on the Mountain. How is that coming along? Because the last time you came on, we it just fucking happened. Oh, man, I was still so heartbroken. My hair was still breaking and falling out from that at the time. Did, did, did I reach out to you right after that or did we already have it planned I, I don't remember you know you reached out to me right before it and okay. then it happened and then we had to discuss the cancellation on here because we right. were going to discuss the event and then we had to talk about how shit flag shit the bed and then I believe you did another interview about the 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 goth on the mountain because there was a follow-up interview after that with someone else right I think oh I was on a zoo dark uh, arts and crafts podcast with okay. Ryan Belgrave and we touched on it a little bit. We talked about a lot of things, like my passion for death and my, or I should say my calling to help in the funeral world um, and how much I'm just passionate about like Victorian funeral customs and all that stuff. So, Are you actually performing stuff for people? Like are you, uh, I don't want to say producing, but are you curating? Uh... Um, what I do is for close friends and family, okay. right? Um, when the loved one passes on. I'm kind of the one that shows up and goes, let me go through the papers with you and help you close the accounts and let's figure out what to do with their clothes. And let's, you know, because once the funeral happens, people just kind of disappear. Here, you had my casserole. I came and I said my goodbye and I cried. Here's your plant. Bye. And they don't really call. They don't check in. But the grieving goes on and there's so much to do once the funeral is over. Right? you got to close accounts. you got to notify people. you got to like, you know, yeah, figure out lot. what to do with their clothes, their car, their house, their boat, whatever they got. And probate's a bitch, dude. People who don't prepare for their death, their family spends two years fighting to get all their stuff. And in the meantime, it's all locked up. Mine you know? was five years. Yeah. Probate's a bitch. So I try to encourage my friends, like, here, I have the paperwork. Let's get your set stuff set up. It's not hard. You know, it's pretty simple. Fill out this, like, I have a whole book I buy that just, like, you fill out all your wishes and stuff. And then, you you know, you get a couple things notarized. You can write your will out on a piece of paper as long as it's notarized and put away. And it has an, uh, somebody who is going to handle everything at the end. That's legitimate. That That's a legal document once it's, you know, notarized and, and put away. Um, if you have a house quick deed it to one of your kids with instructions in writing to sell it. That's what my dad did. He quick deeded it to me and I have instructions in writing put on file with the county with the quick deed that says upon death, I can keep the house for 30 days for the family to come and get what they want and stay for the funeral and that sort of thing. And then I'm required within 30 days to notify a realtor, sell the house, split it three ways or four ways with my siblings. I have three siblings, so I said three. but split it four ways with my siblings, copy every check, and send them all a copy of everybody's check so they know nobody got more than the other one. Right. You know, with the rule that if there's one penny over, it goes to the oldest. That's fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> like that's, that's my dad says. You oh. know, if it's one penny over, give it to your oldest brother. Um, but all his, he's got burial insurance, his funeral. All taken care everything. of. Everything. I don't have to guess at anything. When I get the call and the time comes, I go right up to Oregon. It's done. You know? Um, but for people who don't do that, it's a lot harder. And the, if there's one thing I can tell people that I tell people all the time and they go, oh, I didn't know. So if you're listening, pay attention. When somebody dies, do not touch their bank account. Do not. 
But the money's in there to bury them. You cannot touch the bank account until bro waits over, as you know. Yeah. Because the government wants their money first, and they're going to take it. And if you take it first, they'll go after you for it. So when someone dies, don't take their money. Do not take their money. In that state of mind, when that shit goes down, you are not thinking straight. You don't nope. know what the fuck. You just got hit with a fucking semi-truck, and you are dazed and confused and sad and upside down. And and 50 people are giving you advice. Yeah, either mm-hmm. good advice or bad advice, but shit is fucking going down. So, And you know what? This is kind of shit they don't teach you in school, which they should. Like, hey, man, when, what happens when you yeah. die? When yeah. You, you know, like, they don't teach you in school, and then the funeral home can only do so much. They're only there to help with the funeral. They can't advise you by law. They cannot give you advice on what to do. They can give you resources usually they'll give you a checklist and some phone numbers to call and that's the extent of it and that's where the hard part comes the funeral is easy the funeral home goes here's your package we have these options right but then afterwards what do you do where do you start how many death certificates do you need can they get a photocopy of it or does it have to be an original copy how long is that going to take do i still have to make the car payment what's going to happen to my mom's house right like nobody teaches any of that you just got to go through it i guess that's how it is because once yeah. again, we got hit with a t- ton of bricks. I'm like, shit, wait, what do we have to do? Okay, X, Y, and Z. And like, okay, let's go. Oh, shit, another fucking hurdle. Like, wait, what do I have to go? Where? What? What? How many forms? Stamp- and you don't even get to grieve. Like, no. you're so busy working. Like, you're like, I, I, I don't even have time to cry and think about shit right now. I just got to get this stuff done because I'm on a deadline. Um, so I, I've helped about 20 people. So okay. far with that, I'm currently helping a friend whose son recently passed unexpectedly, um, and it and it's hard. They're out of state, and I can't travel right now because um, I'm working too many jobs. But um, you know, I try and do my best to help. I'm not legal. I don't give legal advice. I don't suggest advice. I simply go, here's some forms. This is what they mean. Fill them out or don't. Here's some references. You can go research online. You know, but. I do have a real passion for it. I have for a long time. Um, I just think cemeteries, coffins, even dead people are beautiful. I have a whole wall of uh, Victorian death photos. You know, I thought it was beautiful that they preserved them in there. I'm going to need a photo of that. I need to see that. <laughs> Shit. I'll send it to you. Send it. <laughs> um, that's an interesting and very passionate you know, thing to do, um, once again, uh, for those who've never suffered any kind of loss, I mean, you know, it's going to happen unless you don't care about anyone. It's inevitable. It's you, people around you are going to die. That's just Mm -hmm. what it is. You're going to die. And there should be some kind of thought process before that happens instead of just fucking dicking around and partying. And I mean, look, there's time and a place for everything, but as you start getting older, shit starts happening or you got to take that shit seriously. And even young, I mean, this kid was 25 years old. Yeah. You know, there's death has no age limit. I mean, my niece lost a three month old baby. Death doesn't care how old you are. You get a lifetime, whatever length that is. So make the most of it, prepare for when it's over and yeah. Live the best life you can. I got my plot all set up. Granny fucking got her plot all set up. My parents are all done, you know. I have a custom coffin that was made for my Requiem Festival because it was a three-day funeral festival for all the people that had passed in the belly dance community that, you know, I love you, you're somewhere else, I can't say goodbye to you, and it's hard to grieve away from other grievers, right, like a grieve alone. So I had this festival and everyone who had died, all the events that had gone away, we had a whole funeral, three-day funeral thing for them. They all had wreaths, they all had banners. Everything went into the coffin. So um, uh, my friend made me the most beautiful coffin that stands in my living room. 
right? Um, and and it was for that festival, but I take it out. It's going to be at our tea party. You know, we'll probably have it at the prom and that kind of things that we're that we're planning on. And um, and you know, I I take naps in it and watch TV. You <laughs> really? Yeah. Is it comfy? Oh, it's so comfy. No shit. Yeah, it's got a velvet bed, and then uh, hand pleated satin because I I put the satin inside. So I hand pleated satin around, and then put Victorian lace with little daisy, <laughs> little copper daisy nails. It's really cute. This this sounds like an exact episode of like Pimp My Ride, but it's just like Pimp My Coffin Pimp out. My coffin. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh, that's I, a good show. That's a good idea. We need to add. You need to add that to your uh, to our to sub goth TV. Sub goth TV. Yeah. Um. Are you, are you planning on burying yourself? Is that your coffin? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Unless I absolutely have to use it for like my mom. She's the only other person I would be willing to put in my coffin or my boyfriend if I had to. But. I think he pretty much wants cremation. I, being the goth girl who loves cemeteries that I am, I have started my pre-planning because I want a personal mausoleum. Something my friends can come in and sit inside in a bench and visit with me in a pretty mausoleum and have a lovely goth picnic. Oh. And I can still be there. So um, that takes a lot of money. We're talking like $30,000, $40,000 to start building your own personal mausoleum. But I really want my own mausoleum. So Damn. Once I'm done with all the goth on the mountain refunds, goth on the mountain refunds, and I actually have actual money to spend, then um, I'll start making payments to get my permanent resting place created. By the way, you can go down to the funeral homes and start prepaying some shit if you, you need sure to. Can. You I can mean. do your whole funeral plan. They put it on file, and you pay today's prices instead of ten years from now, and it goes up a lot. It does. And or you can do what's called burial insurance. It's kind of like life insurance, right? Because life insurance is for when you die, but they're insuring you in life. Burial insurance is strictly for when you die. My dad has burial insurance. He pays on it monthly. It's accrued interest. When he dies, we're all going to get money out of it because he's put in more than what his funeral is going to cost. No shit. So, um, you know, burial insurance, look it up, dude. There's tons of companies that offer it, and you don't have to be qualified. You know, with life insurance, you got to qualify health-wise or yeah. age-wise or whatever. Burial insurance doesn't care. They're like, just make your payments, and when you die, here's your money to bury you. I want to look into that because yeah. – that shit can get pricey unless, like, uh, I think the uh, granny, you know, play, mm -hmm. let them know you don't make so much money. So, yeah, that fucking that kind of helps. And that's the way to do it. You know, pre-plan the funeral. Get it done. Have it have it done. And that way your family just walks in. The funeral home goes, we have it right here. Please sign. All right. All you got to pay for is the opening and closing today and the service that we have at the graveside. Everything else is covered. Done. Thank you for your service. We know exactly which casket, what flowers, what chapel. But psalms, you know, whatever, who's doing the eulogy, all that stuff is already done in already a pre-play. Yeah, and there's lots of cemeteries that do it or funeral homes. You know, you can go to any of them and they'll pre-plan you, know, pre you or get your burial insurance and take it anywhere. Go get that stuff done, guys. It's super important. It's scary and it's... And we're gothy. We should be focused on death. I mean, you know, at least preparing for our own death so it's a beautiful event for everyone. Maybe I'm sure there's like a bunch of like just sad boy goths out there that don't think about that. They're just sad all the time. Well, and a lot of people don't like to think about it. Yeah. I mean, most people won't even talk about it. It's never going to happen. I don't have to. It's going to go over there, and those people are going to take care of it, and it's going to be fine, right? Like, I mean, that's our society today. We don't dress them. We don't bathe them. We don't lay them out on the kitchen table or on the back of chairs in their casket for viewings anymore. The minute they die, it goes to the morgue. The morgue sends it to the funeral home. The funeral home handles it until the body is deposed, whether that's cremation, burial, you know, composting, 
whatever. I think my boyfriend, he wants to be cremated and he loves punk rock music. So I think what I'm going to do is take his ashes and press them into an album with all his favorite punk rock songs. I've seen that. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I thought about that. Like, hmm. And California just approved human composting. Like Washington is doing. It's a new thing. Oh. They compost you. It takes them like six months to a year. Your family comes and picks up your compost and they can just throw it in their garden or whatever. What the fuck? Really? I swear it. Yeah. Uh, can't you bury bodies in your yard here in California? You have to have a special permit to bury right. a body. I knew that. Okay. Yeah. And in the cemetery, too, what people don't know, you can get buried in anything. Let's say I have a phone booth, and I'm like, I can get buried in my damn phone booth. They can bury me in a phone Ted? booth. Oh, shit. Hell, yeah. They could totally bury you in a phone booth. They just have to put a vault around it, so when you leak, it doesn't go in the groundwater. Like, But they don't tell you these things, because funeral homes want to make money on you buying their casket. But like my aunt passed, I told my cousin, go to Costco. Shit, here's a casket warehouse. Buy it direct. They do sell caskets at Costco, <laughs> by the way. They do. They're rad and really affordable. How much, how much do you think they go for out there? The lowest one I found was about 1500 Okay, that's not too bad. That's not bad at all. And it huh. had all the hardware on it and stuff. It was really pretty. Uh, I think when I was we were looking at Granny's, like they were going for like five and change. So you can see where the fucking market is fucking at now. Mm-hmm. Funeral homes have a huge markup. My uh, boyfriend and I almost bought a funeral home in Fresno. No shit. No shit. But what happened? The stars didn't line up right. Mm, I wish it was a really lovely family home. The owners are fantastic, and they just wanted somebody who had a passion for helping people and a calling like I do that wanted to take over their home. They didn't want it to go corporate to Dignity or somewhere, you know. Um, But it, it just didn't work out, unfortunately. Is there a lot of uh, still uh, family-owned, operated uh, mortuaries like that around here? I'd say, uh, yeah. Especially in Southern California, we still have a lot of family-owned mortuaries, um, smaller places. Uh, Dignity is the funeral corporation. They own a lot of old mom-and-pop shops, a lot of funeral homes, uh, a lot of cemeteries. Uh, They own all of, uh, I believe, Rose Hills, which has, what, I think 30 gates or something ridiculous. That place is humongous. It's like its own city of itself. It's so big. My grandmother's buried there, so or her funeral was there. My grandfather and my uncle are buried there. It's all money there. <laughs> Everything's is. money with all this shit there. Dying is expensive cute. as fuck. Dying sucks. It costs so much fucking money, man. Like, you are into the thousands. If you want to get buried now, like at All Soul Cemetery in Long Beach, that shit's like fifteen to twenty-five grand minimum. That's not including the 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 actual casket or the funeral or any of the extra shit. That's just for the whole. The only place I have found that is an affordable burial is Holt Cemetery in New Orleans. It's the poor people cemetery. Five hundred dollars, a shovel, and a death certificate. They just give you the body in a body bag. You go bury it yourself. No shit. No really. shit. But remember. The water level starts about this deep once you start digging. So they can't really, I mean, they can put them kind of into the ground. But mostly what they do is they put them in the ground, put something around it, and then pile dirt really high. So as the body decays, the dirt kind of falls down and down and down and down. But that cemetery is crazy. It's not open all the time. It's kind of hard to find. But, like, you walk around, there's bones coming up out the ground. You see, like, you know, uh Spine bones. Why can't Jesus? I don't know. That happens to me all the time. I I know, right? It's that. It's like getting. You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. What is it? We have so much shit going on. I know. Our brain is focused on the big shit. It won't remember any of the small stuff. It's a lot going on. It is a lot. It is. Okay, so you asked me about Goth on the Mountain. I did. Totally like. I know. Derailed completely. Okay. Goth on the Mountain. Well, um, my attorney has given me permission to actually talk about a lot of it. Right now, we have. filed 
with the county of Los Angeles Superior Court a complaint to take them to court. Oh. Uh, part of that complaint is a discrimination complaint against the goth community. Uh, there was very blatant discrimination on our event. So the gist of it is, right now we've put in the complaint. We're still kind of trying to negotiate with the park. We had reached negotiations in January. My attorney got ill for about six weeks when he called to follow up. <laughs> the guy at Magic Mountain, I'm not going to mention his name, but he basically laughed at the attorney, scoffed at him, told him nobody would ever want to go to that event. They don't owe us anything. And since the guy got fired, the, the agreement doesn't stand anymore. And that's when we immediately filed with L.A. County. Um, so what I understand is they've hired another firm to handle it because that's a civil claim, not a business claim. So they need somebody who handles civil. Um, and we're just waiting. We gave them an extra 30 days to see if they want to do the right thing. If not, we're going to court. Jesus. And believe me, I'll blow that shit up and put it on every morning news channel. I'll, I've already got a press release written and ready to go when he says, send it. Why do I feel like there's always so much drama in this fucking god? Because we love it. I know, right? The I mean, what theatrics. makes goth different than punk? The theatrics. The theatrics. The makeup, the theatrics, the excitement. Oh, God. Right? <laughs> but, um, you know, and it's not exciting, I'll be honest. It's super stressful. It's horrifying. It's depressing. Um, and I'm pissed as hell, right? Like, our community deserved better. We still are super oppressed. And, you know, we get laughed at and you know, jarred at still, even though it's becoming more mainstream, it's still not. And that's why it was so important to have this private event. And then to add insult to injury for, uh, what did they call it? For spring break, they decided to do a private horror night where you can come in and get three mazes and have all this private shit. And I was like, hmm, that sounds really vaguely familiar. And I actually saw multiple people being like, hey, this sounds like goth on the mountain, you fucking losers. No way. <laughs> they were trying to take your idea. <laughs> they totally life. took my fucking idea. And they used it right now. And someone's like, oh, they do it every year at Halloween. I was like, it's not Halloween, motherfucker. It's fucking March. They stole my shit for this private after hours thing because it was so fucking good. And that's why he said, Nobody's going to go to that. However, another major amusement park just sent me a contract with a date. So uh -oh. my attorney is. I told you I was going to make this shit happen one way or another. So obviously it's no longer going to be called Gauth on the Mountain anymore. Oh, or... fuck no. Okay. In fact, we're going to be doing a contest for the goth community to name the next event. Oh, interesting. Right? Okay. I really want to get people involved in it. Like, you know, it's a community event. It's not an Inland Empire event. It's a community event. So I want the community's input. Like, we already asked them what dates work. So that's when we went back to the park and said, these are the dates that our community wants. Um, and then, you know, they get to pick a name. If they want to see some bands, they can suggest what bands they want. I mean, it doesn't mean we're going to do it, but we're listening to the community. We want to give them what they deserve, especially since it was taken away so abruptly last time. Right. You know, so um, so we're still in negotiations. Uh, in the meantime, of course, no money has been handled between us. And I made a promise to pay people. I made a promise to my community they were all getting paid back. And over 1,700 tickets have had to be refunded. We're down to the last 73 tickets to oh, refund. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I'm working three jobs. I literally work 17 hours a day. And then after that, I work on Inland Empire Goth and Subgoth TV. And somewhere in there, I find time to like 
clean the house and make dinner. Right. Enough. All the normal stuff. Enough. Now I don't I don't do anything self care like I you know, I don't paint my nails or shave my legs anymore, <laughs> but my boyfriend doesn't give a shit, so I don't care either right now. It's more important to me that every week refunds go out. Every time a paycheck comes in, refunds go out. Sometimes it's only two or three. But it's happening. They're going out. It's getting done. So, and for those of you still waiting, I'm so sorry. I mean, really, there is no favoritism, no anything. I mean, we're just going down the list in order. Click, 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 click. Whatever order it's in in the list is how we're paying it off. Um, and unfortunately, that's just how we chose to make it consistent so we don't miss anyone. Um, but, you know, it's happening. It's still going to take a few more months. I hate to say that. But... I'm busting my ass. My boyfriend's taking over all of the house bills. My daughter is buying all of the groceries. And my mom actually sends me money for gas so that every cent that I make goes, goes to, to Goth on the Mountain. Wow. And then every event that we do for Inland Empire Goth goes to Goth on the Mountain refunds. Any merchandise we sell goes to Goth on the Mountain refunds. So until those refunds are paid, that's where the focus is. That's fucking amazing to hear that someone's actually taking ownership of what has happened because i'm going to be honest with you there's a lot of piece of shit fucking promoters you know who the fuck you are oh uh, yeah you do and they're... they'd have gone bankrupt and been like fuck you sorry yeah. not doing that yeah. absolutely not people believed in us they trusted in us they gave their money to us we're giving it back and when this next event comes if you haven't been refunded you want to trade it in we'll give it to you with a lot of extras plus the balance refunded you know um I'm nervous to start a new event until those refunds are closed out. I'd really like to close everything off with Goth on the Mountain before I start this new event. And the date we're looking at is November of this year. Okay. But I'd like to hear from our audience if they want to do it this year in November or if they want to wait till next year sometime. And the reason is all the iconic goth bands are on fucking tour this year. God damn it. Susie and the Banshees, The Cure, freaking Sisters of Mercy. Dude, I mean, come on. Fuck. And those tickets are ridiculous. So if they're going to all these concerts, I don't want them to feel like now they have to find a bunch of money to go to an event in November. I want to give them time to recover those funds so they can really enjoy the event. So I'm just curious, you know, what the community wants. So we're going to put that out. Do you want it this November or you want to push it into next year? I think no matter what. There's They're going to come. There's always going to be bands touring. Never going to stop it. Now, That's mind true. you, Depeche Mode just ran through. the Right, room. Depeche Mode, too. I mean, fuck, they're, man. They're coming back in December. I'm taking my boyfriend to see Iggy Pop for his birthday. Nice. Where's he playing at? Uh, I think it's a Palladium. Okay. In L.A. Because he didn't want to go to Cruel World. He's not a big festival guy. The only big festival my boyfriend goes to is Punk Rock Bowling. Okay. Um, and this year, I'll be running the booth for Doctor Strange at Punk Rock Bowling. Nice. So we're going to have a big old booth out there. And I'm so excited. Ooh, congratulations. Um, do you, what, how do you I, find I time to sleep? Stop. How do you find time to sleep? Oh, I sleep about four hours a night. That's enough, yeah. right? And Sounds I get little right. cat naps at my desk when I fall asleep in the middle of work. <laughs> that counts, right? Thank God I work from home. All three jobs are from home? Yes. Okay, good. I'm about to Hallelujah. say, like, Jesus, how would you even, you wouldn't be able to live. No, and one's a W-2, 40-an-hour job, you know, um, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., Monday through Friday. And then right after that job's done, I'm on to the next two, which are contracted. I'm, I've been a freelancer for a long time, uh, so they're 1099 contracted jobs, but it's 20 hours a week, both jobs. So that's, what, 40 and 40? That's 80 hours. 80 hours a week that I'm working, plus some overtime. Uh, my 9-to-5 job, or... 
you know, seven to four job, uh, is a lumber company. So, you know, we're really busy right now with all the good weather and stuff. And, you know, we deal with large quantities of orders. Um, and I, I'm an estimator. So I put in all the bids and spit all the numbers. So the salesman can go, we'll do it for this price. Uh, and it's a lot. It takes a lot of brain power. Um, there's a lot of little things to know. But uh, they're actually really understandable, too. My twin sister works there. So uh, that's kind of twin sister? I do. Oh, shit. I do. She's the two-minute older twin. Uh-oh. She's the day and I'm the night. <laughs> that's what everyone used to say. Oh, day and night. I'm like, you got that right. But she's awesome. My sister's wilder than I am. Don't let her fool you. <laughs> Don't let anybody fool you. Growing up, they were like, oh, her name is Marissa. And they were like, oh, you know, Marissa's so quiet. She's so good. Straight A's. Reads her book in a corner. Doesn't talk to anybody. Of course, she's the first one to get her tongue and her nipples pierced. The first one to steal the car in the middle of the night to go see her boyfriend. You know, she's the wild one. My mom always she said, still water runs deep. She just knew how to put up the front and do do the job and still go fuck around. I, yeah. yeah She's mean. real good at closing that cover of that book. Me, I'm an open book. Read me, baby. <laughs> I want my Lifetime movie to be perfectly on point. That's what I used to tell people when I'm on the Lifetime movie channel. I want you to know all the details so they get it right. Get it right. <laughs> of course, Lifetime is the worst channel to have a movie on because it usually means you're dead or something. <laughs> I will say, though, once you get on there, I mean, you can find some pretty good stuff. I mean, there's some really good storytelling. I like that channel. R really good storytelling. I like that channel. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been a sucker for Hallmark from here from time to time. Like, you want to have the little feel-good moments. Yeah, I get that little wet thing coming out of my yeah, eye. See? I don't know, that foreign feeling. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Dude, I'm a crybaby. Are you kidding? Hell, a commercial comes on. I'm not ashamed. I live fully and openly, man. I mean, you know. I can say I've got a full, good life, and I set out every morning to make sure that I'm not just sitting around being a lump. And it doesn't sound like it. By. It does. Even if you wanted to, I don't think you have enough time to even sit around, even do that to begin with. And I don't know how. I really don't. Cause <laughs> I'm a workaholic, man. I love it. Uh, number it doesn't one, feel like work. Thank you for coming here and had, and having time to come from the land of the 909. Anytime, Mario. I love coming on here. I love your freaking podcast, <laughs> dude. You. Kid, I'm so honored to be here. Uh, let me tell you, it is a drive once again. How long did it take you to get out here today? Uh, well, usually it's an hour, but because of Easter traffic, it took me about an hour and 48 minutes. Wait, you hit Easter traffic? What the fuck? Oh, dude. No way. So my map was like, oh, save 10 minutes. Go down the 57 to the 91. Okay. <laughs> hit the 57. It's like, Argh! oh. And then it added 12 minutes to the drive. I was like, you fucking asshole. But my GPS has a thing for me. It really wants to kill me. It like has told me to turn off cliffs. It's like made me go 40 miles just to do a U-turn and go back 40 miles. I'm like, Maybe you should not use that GPS anymore. My dad bought me an atlas. So now I have a paper atlas for the car. <laughs> By the thing I can read a map. I used to have to uh, map shit out for my dad as we were driving, like, read the fucking atlas. I'm like, okay, like, mm -hmm. gonna learn how to do that shit. Oh, yeah, my dad made us all do that shit, man. Read that map. Tell me how to get here. I don't know. Well, look at the damn thing. <laughs> my dad was very hands-on. He still is, you know, for 73. He's still super hands-on. He lives on a mountain in Roseburg, Oregon. He has tiered his entire mountain out, bricked it all up, put in new plants, built up the back, put it, I mean, at 73. He runs circles around some of us 40-somethings. I believe it. And he tells me, it's right here, baby, right here. You just push through, keep going. Once you stop moving, you stop living. So just don't ever stop. I totally believe that. 
Well, now I know where I get it from. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. You made me a working force. <laughs> you have to have that that drive, that mm-hmm. mentality. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you have to dream, man. You got to be a dreamer and know that it can come true if you go after it. You just got to keep at it. You don't know how you're gonna get there. You just keep trying whatever the fuck you need to do every day just to get closer to whatever it is that you need to get close to. Exactly. As you're pushing through this goth on the mountain situation, uh, it sounds like you're very close. I mean, how has the community been towards you? I mean, so supportive. Okay. So supportive. Like, I cannot thank you guys enough. Seriously, this community warms my black little heart and makes it beat once in a while because they are so supportive. Every time I send out an update, I get people like, thanks for letting us know. Take your time. Push us to the back. No problem. Some people are like, hey, you know, I really kind of got to get that. I'm trying to, I understand. And if you message and say, hey, I really need that, I do my best to try and really get that for you. You know, if you take the time to message me, I read those messages. Sometimes it may take me a few days or so to get back. But, you know, remember, guys, I'm working 80 hours a week, you know, plus have a family and two side gigs. So, um, you know, I'm doing what I can. And, you know, it's frustrating because we worked really hard on that event, man, really hard. And I knew in my heart of hearts, in my little black soul, people were going to come. If you build it, they will come. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. you had a stacked lineup. The the thing sounded amazing. You had all the best L.A. goth DJs on the scene. I mean, it was a who's who event. I mean, it was going to be it was going to be great. It was. And, you know, when we go to this other park, um, I'm not sure I'm going to be that big right off. I'd really like to. um, This other park only wants to give us a Monday through Thursday. And I've been pushing, 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 but Thursday is kind of what we're looking at is a Thursday night. I think that's perfect. But the date they gave us is a three-day weekend, Veterans Day weekend. Okay. So people can extend the weekend, and we'll make it a weekend event. Maybe you go to the park Thursday, and maybe we do a concert at a different venue Friday. And maybe Saturday, you know, we have a market and, and the tea party we tried to have or the seance or the pool party or, you know, depending on when we have it. Um so and the tea party man people were so bummed about the tea party that that really surprised me but yeah people have been wonderful and the people who have gotten their refunds are like thanks just let me know when the next one is and we'll buy our ticket you know i think they just want to see that they're gonna get their money back that they can really trust me when i say i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do i just wish i could do it faster i mean you went on there on online to let people know you know where you're at with stuff so i mean obviously you're trucking along so i'm trying man and they deserve to know yeah. They deserve as much as I do. You know, and the discrimination came from like every other private event had all day mix in. Every other private event started earlier. Every other private event had affordable tickets. Why why didn't we? The other other private events were posted and listed no problem. They couldn't get us up and listed. The links never worked. The dates were wrong. The images were wrong. And they didn't even put us up till the beginning of August and then for two weeks they couldn't get it up right. I'm not buying that. You know what I mean? And then there were some comments made. I don't want to say them because I want to save them for our court case. But um, there were certain comments made in the office that ex-employees overheard and reported um, that were really sad. Like somebody was like, I don't want those freaks in the park scaring around people with scaring away people with real money. And I'm like, motherfucker, you ever seen a goth? You ever looked at a goth? Those boots are 160 bucks alone. About that $300 corset and that $200 frock coat. Give me a fucking break, people with money. Whatever. Shove it up your ass. So. Slim. People don't understand that, like, this, these lifestyles, 
They cost money. A lot of money. Dude, you see a punk rocker who looks like he's some gutter punk, but he's wearing a fucking $200 leather jacket painted in stud. That that wasn't free. Yeah. That wasn't free. Maybe he had to barter for it. Maybe somebody handed it down, but somebody paid for that leather jacket and put in all that time to paint it and stud it and patch it. You know, same with hoodies and, and vests. They might, to other people, they look like, oh, that's so scuzzy. To me, I'm like, dude, that's fucking rad. This <laughs> your shit. Um, you know, I even just made my own jacket recently, nice. a white one. Oh. Yeah, with all my patches. And I put some red, red velvet, you know, just something a little different. People don't think goths wear white. Guess what? I'm a goth. I wear white. I got fucking white on right now. What's up? <laughs> What's up? White's the most goth color on the planet, fuckers. It's Get the color it. of a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. Right. Yeah, I mean, look, it. my face is white. <laughs> my face is white, but I'm just a pasty Mexican. So yeah, you pasty I, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm fucking pasty as fuck. Get some damn sun, boy. I'm going to buy you a sun lamp. The sun doesn't <laughs> like me at all. I know, it turns you into a lobster. It huh? does. It pinks me the fuck out. Uh, we've been talking for, 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 for a smidge. Let's take a quick break. Uh, once again, we had uh, I have another track here by Mr. Puppet. We can check out his uh, Two Kids track. We'll be right back, guys.
Hello? Mr. Statham? Yes, Mr. Statham. I know we talked about getting you on Pigs Radio, but it's it a little surprise you're on now. So if you don't mind saying hi to Mario and the best Jason Statham, can you just say, hey, babies, listen to Pigs Radio and Mario 81. Listen, babies. Do you think that was Jason Statham? It sure sounded like it. It made my little heart go pitter-patter. I like that. All right. In case you guys don't know, we're chicks, and we love listening to Pigs Radio. Because you never know nowadays. You just never know. Welcome to PigsRadio.com. We got a lot in store for you. So strap on and bend over. Pigs Radio! Once you come, you won't let go. Pigs Radio! Sit right down and enjoy the show. Once you come, you won't let go. Pigs Radio episode 475, hanging out with the one and only Marjani of the Inland Empire Goth. Um, tell me a little bit about the uh, the Inland Empire Goth. What is what is the Inland Empire Goth? So Inland Empire Goth is just a community organization that's made to bring people together, right? Like whether it's in just a hangout day or a meet and greet, we do swap meet. So um, we actually have done a swap meet once every season. And then we had one off in February for Valentine's Day because um, we wanted to play the dating game. It was a blast. Um, and no serial killers on this dating game. We're good. Oh, nice. <laughs> Did they check off the box, serial killer? Hey, you can't be here. I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, we've already had a serial killer on the dating game. That <laughs> spot's been filled. Um, so, you know, every season we try to do, so like every three months, we're doing a, a swap meet at Dr. Strange Records. It's free. Uh, you know, we get about 30 vendors out there with some amazing stuff. We got Tacos Los Primos, who does all of our best food tacos, both vegan, vegetarian, and meat. So nice. They cover it all. Um, Barmaid Beauties comes out. That's our mobile bartender. So if you're 21 and over, you can get a cocktail. If you're not, you get a mocktail. Oh, um, shit. But she makes special drinks for us. She's doing all of our events. Um, you know, it's been it's been really wonderful. I think we've had five or six now. Uh, and they've been super busy, you know, four or five hundred people. Our next one's coming up April 29th. And Narcoleptic Youth is doing a re-release album party during oh. it, um, along with three other bands. I think Badass, Switchblade 77, and oh my gosh, I can't remember the other band. Let's see. I'm going to look it up because they deserve to be mentioned too. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited for it. Um, people love it. We have a great time. Let's see. Jack Trippers. Dead 77 and Badass. That's who it is. I always want to say Switchblade because Switchblade Symphony. Um, but Dead 77, yeah. And those guys are great. You know, so it's our, our mashup meet because we're mashing punk and goth, right? Which they're kind of the same. They all came from punk rock. But um, so that way people can go in the store and watch a free show. They can come out and shop. You know, Subgoth TV will be there so they can sit and watch some episodes. Our Krampus Swap Meet is the number one show on Subgoth TV right now. But our tea party is about to knock it out of that place. So we're also having a gothic tea party. When is that coming up? In two weeks from today. April oh, okay. 23rd. That's right around the corner. It is. And I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm really, really blown away 
by how many tickets we've already sold too. Like we're halfway sold out and there's oh, wow. still two weeks to go. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's really popular. I Every time I mention it, people go, what? A tea party? And I'm like, yeah, you really think? I thought I was the only one who loved tea parties, right? What do you do at a tea party? Well, number one, you get fancy. Okay. And you got to keep your finger up, you know, that shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so our tea party is actually going to be at the Paris Depot. It's outdoors in a garden. Um, it's going to be under some trees. So we'll have decorations in the trees. The tables will be decorated. We'll have finger foods and, you know, a variety of teas and cold drinks, hot drinks, lots of options. Um, you know, vegan food, vegetarian, and non-vegan vegetarian, right? And we'll have them separated because I understand, like, you know, there's allergies and things. No peanuts, no fish. Sorry if you like tuna. We're not having it. I'm deathly allergic to anything out of the water. So... They're not bringing that or anything with nuts, so we can try and keep allergies at bay. Um, I've hired some belly dancers to perform. Ooh. And there will be, um, so light foot movement belly dance is coming to do a piece for us, you know, some pieces for us. Uh, Adina Archuleta, who's a huge belly dancer. Uh, she's pop and lock goth belly dancer. She's fucking gorgeous. She's agreed to do a, sh a performance. And there will be a special secret guest performer that's going to surprise everyone Ooh, at the end. It's a secret, guys. Where can we get our tickets for the goth teeth party? Inlandempiregoth.com. It's right there on our website. Halfway sold out, guys. You guys need to go get your tickets now. Two weeks from now, uh, what's the date on that again? April 23rd from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. And when's the uh, next uh, swap meet that you're going to be having? April 29th from noon to 5. Oh, April's going to be busy. There's yeah. a lot of shit going on. And then in May, uh -oh. May 13th. We haven't put it out yet, but uh -oh. we've confirmed we're going to be holding an all-ages goth prom. What? Yes! So all my young goths get to go and get dressed up and listen to music and dance like they're having a night out at the club. Is this going to be like a full-on like prom, prom, prom? Like, yeah. You can get pictures and everything? Like, we're going to have a prom picture area. Subgoth TV will be there filming. All of the events Subgoth TV will be filming, so you'll get a chance to be on TV. If you want to be interviewed, let us know. We'll pull you aside, do an interview with you. Um, and, <clears throat> excuse me, and, you know, we want people to dress up formal. My, my uh, roommate already picked out his corsage for his date. He had to ask his date to prom because he never went to prom. So he was like, I don't know how to do that. And I'll say, will you go to prom with me? Would you like to go to prom with me? Might, you know, like I gave him like 50 options. And she said, yes, I already picked her dress. It's going to be beautiful. Um, I have friends coming from Bakersfield. About six friends are coming down from Bakersfield. I have three coming from Fresno. Oh, um, wow. A couple people from San Diego, some, some LA folk, you know. Um, so it's going to be a really good time and I love it because you know when we're out at the clubs we're drunk or we're drinking we're dancing the music's loud we're screaming over everything and this gives us a chance to kind of get to know our fellow goths right like some some quiet music in the background some of the slower stuff we don't hear in the clubs that people still love um, some food to eat all of anybody who gets in gets a ticket for a door prize we have awesome door prizes the main one is a black and white striped teacup with the skull tea ball okay um, and everybody um, you know tea parties you get a tea favor so everyone have a little little box of favors at their their spot and um, you know favors are age friendly so we have three different tickets we have Child, adolescent, and adult. Yep. It's a box that looks just like that, too. Um, and child is, oh, yes, our goth. Oh, yes, we have mugs. Are those so pretty? Um, the children under five are always free to our events. 
5 to 10 has a price, 10 to 15 has a price, and then over that has a price. Or I think it's 10 to 18. I don't know. I have to look. Um, it'll be the same for prom. You know, we think different people want different things, you know, different ages. So the favors for the children. We have these cute little bat boxes that they're going to get theirs in. Okay. They're so cute. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I'm so excited for this tea party. I really am. It's going to be fun. Where where do you come up with like deciding that you want to do a tea party? How does that idea even get spawned? Uh, did you go to someone else's tea party? Did you see it in a movie? Like, did you just like I I need to have this tea party? I always have tea parties. You always have. Tea I parties. always have tea parties. We had like six of them during the lockdown. We all got fancy, and I laid everything on the coffee table. We went and had like our posh little tea parties and talked in funny accents and had a great time. Um, I love to play dress up. It's my number one stress reliever. I just go and try on new outfits. You know, then I get new outfits put together and figure out what fits and doesn't fit. And, you know, put on my hats and my gloves and crazy makeup. And sometimes that's the only self-care I get is the dress-up time. But, um, and I love to dress up. There's The club, you dress up a certain way. I'm not, you know, I mean, yeah, I can go in bustles and corsets and skirts and hats and gloves and parasols, but that's cumbersome at the club. I don't get to dance as well when I'm all laced up, right? But a tea party, I can sit and be proper in my little corset and with my little fun hat and, you know, have a good time. So I've always just wanted to do one. I had one at my house last year. I invited a bunch of people, um, like six people showed up. But we had a grand time. It was fantastic. They kept saying, like, dude, you should do this. People would love this. You should do this. So here it is. And the same with prom, you know, emo prom's been selling out. And I'm like, where's the goth prom? Oh, it's all 21 and over. And all my youngins are like, what about us? And I was like, I got you. I got you. <laughs> and it ends at 10, so the youngins can go to bed and the grown-ups can go out and still have a good night. There you go. You know? Everyone come out and kind of have a good time. Yeah. I did go to my prom, so for those who didn't go to prom... That was a good time to try to relive that magic. I went to prom and it was a total fucking nightmare. That Aww, should be a man. movie of its own. <laughs> like, let's just say the end of my prom night, I slept in the bathtub wrapped in a freaking shower curtain in my split up prom dress and then got left in Palm Springs and had to take a taxi home. What? Dude, my prom was horrific. That sounds like what should have been the hangover movie when and they ended up going with that <laughs> it's like the hangovers kids in high school <laughs> like how their shit fell apart right but so i've always wanted a prom too so i was like i'm gonna go as the prom queen and i want to have um packages where people who want to be a prom king and queen we're not gonna vote on it you want to be prom king and queen buy a freaking crown and a sash and come on and everyone can be prom everyone king. can be prom king and queen it's i like your that. photos nobody has to know who else was wearing them i like that unless right. you have a group photo with everyone wearing <laughs> Right, and I want to offer a package that gives the crown and the sash for the girl, and like you know the scepter and the crown for the guy, because gotta have a cool. cool goth crown, right? I love that you go really like balls deep, whatever it is that you're fucking doing, it's fucking <laughs> rad. Like, dude, I'm ass deep. Fuck the balls, <laughs> like that shit's up deep, to my hips. Like fucking deep. You're in. You're like. I'm a dreamer, baby, and I love to make shit happen. And it's so much easier than people think. You just have to decide to do it. Talk to people. Pick a spot to start and just figure it, it out. Right? I mean, it's just it's a phone call, and nowadays with a phone, you can get <laughs> everything done. It's just done. a text message, quick mess DM, like boom, I want to use your venue. Crowns.com. Hey, crowns, you got crowns for fucking goths? Got it. There we go. Sweet. Hey, here's this cool one with the horns on it. <laughs> We're gonna get those for the guys, you know. I'm gonna put some, and then you know, I want to get them early so I can put skulls and bats and shit on them, make them extra special. Everyone kind of is unique, you know. Everyone has like their own unique ones. They're not all matching, because um, that's not fun. Absolutely. So there's a lot of things going on. You can get all your tickets at EmpireGoth.com. I mean, Empire... Uh, Inland Empire Goth. I am dyslexic as fuck, so yeah. my apologies. I, it's okay. I, yeah. It's on Eventbrite, too. You can look up Gothic Tea Party. We're on Eventbrite also. So... 
And then yeah. the uh, get your tickets for that halfway sold out. Be on the lookout for the prom. Is there a date or anything like that? May thirteenth. May thirteenth. I'm sorry. Yep. Okay. Day before Mother's Day. Oh. And it's outdoors. You know, be under some trees outside at night. It should be really nice. Damn, that's gonna be sexy as fuck. Right. Someone should be getting laid that night. I hope remember I my am. problem. There you go. I'm Get getting it. laid in the afternoon too. Get shit. it. Oh my. <laughs> Get it in every aspect. Uh, so with the, with the is the Inland Empire Goth the is it a promotional? Is it just a? We're everything. Okay. I just I love and embrace the entire community. If you have events, send it to us. We'll put it on our monthly calendar. Oh, that's cool. You know, at first we only focused on Inland Empire, but a lot of our IE DJs are out in L.A., San Diego. Fuck, they just were in Vegas for the Depeche Mode after party. Yeah. You know? Um, so, I mean, if you have an event, send it to us before the end of the month, and when we put our monthly calendar out, we'll add it on there. That's cool. Um, we like to be an open forum. People come to us to find out what's going on. Where Somebody recently was like, where can I get a good pair of docks? Hey, go to Shooteria, Ontario Mills. Like, they got the best selection of docks over there. Um, you know, somebody else was like, where's the best place to eat if you're goth? <laughs> or, you know, what's a good bar or, you know, a good place to go if you're goth and you want to take somebody out and, you know, you don't care where you go? Go to the Cauldron in Orange County. These little witch bars. Fucking rad. You know, like, so just... I just want to support everybody. If everybody helped out, if all the promoters shared each other's stuff, we'd all be doing so much better. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, everybody was like, this is my territory. This is my show. Well, that shit, get your people. But I have a bunch of people, too. So if we get together, all our people can enjoy your show. So that, that's sort of where my, my thinking is, you know. And on our uh, Inland Empire Goth group page on Facebook, People post all the time their music, their stuff, music releases, you know, artwork, whatever's goth related. It's fair game. That's cool. You know, as long as it's not demeaning or right. know, fucked up in some way. Come <laughs> Just, at it right, guys. What the yeah, fuck? don't be dicks <laughs> or assholes or pussies, okay? Don't be none of it. Don't be no genitals. Uh, I see it with all the promoters. I, it's been like that forever. I mean, which is why I really love working with like Esser and FN1 and, um, you know, Inland Empire 80s and Club Empire. We all work together, you know, like, um, I go to a lot of their shows, they come to a lot of my shows. We bring a lot of our people to each other's shows, and we find like that's working really well in the IE when they have their warehouse parties. Everybody's people come. It doesn't matter who you usually follow. Right. Right. Like, oh, there's a fucking warehouse party. I'm there. Um, so, I mean, if the Inland Empire group can give anybody a clue, like, dude, shit's working. It's working great. It's working so good. They were up in Vegas, like, not even in California anymore. So, I just encourage everyone to do it. If you're a promoter, you're a band, you're an artist, reach out to us. You know, we're planning calendars, schedules. If you have an idea, tell us. Maybe I just haven't thought of it yet, but I will tell you, I have like four pages, double column, front and back, of events I'd like to do. <laughs> Sounds like you're ready to go. Oh, baby, I'm, I'm ready for like three years. <laughs> at least. As you should be. <laughs> Future fucking planning. You gotta be ahead of the game. Gotta look at the big picture so you know how to make the small pictures fit. That's right. right. You gotta keep on trucking with, with just that ambition, that drive, that hunger, or whatever it is that's fueling you to get up every day and baby i'm always hungry can't you tell from my curves yeah <laughs> audacious curves mm. um you uh obviously you were mentioning the uh the the, the tv the mm. production with that tell us a little bit about that how did that start how long has it been going and then what's where's it moving to oh my god we're so excited for subgoth tv so <clears throat> my friend anna she was working with subgoth which is actually a witch house music label 
Okay. Um, and so she bought their brand to start this channel. And she wanted the name Subgoth because it captures all the subcategories of the goth community, right? So it, it just encompasses everything. There's no, it has to be trad goth or it has to be death rock or it has, it's like, dude, if you're metal, if you're punk, we don't care. Just if it's all dark alternative, send it. We'll put it on the channel. Um, so we started talking about it in November, December. Um, and we've been slowly building out, you know, getting the contracts. We put together Goth Girl and Bird, which is the production company that's running Subgoth, and it's all female-owned. Me, Anna, and my assistant, Dolly, are all co-owners on that business, um, which will be basically running Subgoth TV and doing the promotions and the content work. Um, so right now, you know, we've been building out different shows that things will fall under, or categories, you know. Um, there's Melting Sky, which is music with cool ass visuals, right? That um, they have a wall, uh, like a big video wall, and they'll bring you out there. You play your music. They do all those cool videos, and we put it on the on the channel. Um, we have Rebel in Style, so obviously that's for like fashion, makeup, that kind of stuff. Um, into the Pit, <clears throat> excuse me, Into the Pit. That's live shows. So we've been out filming live shows, getting things like that. Uh, we just did Spank the Nun at Club Terminal. That was so much fun. I dressed like a nun. Of course, I had to, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> an evil, wicked nun, of course. But, um, you know, so, and we've been talking with Sidewalks and Skeletons, which are really huge, you know, in the scene. So we're working with them. He's getting a visa. We're trying to work some stuff out. Um, we've got advertising packages we just put together. Uh, Doctor Strange is, of course, our first one that's like, I'll do that. So he's got commercials already we've put on the on the page. He's that's working right. on some shows. Um, we're hoping to get Pigs Radio Woo! up on there. Give you your own show with multiple episodes. That's right. We are in talks. The pigs are going on to the big screen. And it's international, baby. Ooh. So it's Roku. Um, Roku TV right now. We're just finalizing things with Amazon TV and Amazon Fire Stick. So hopefully by July we'll be up there. Um, you know, we're looking for bands. If you're a band, you got videos, you want, you know, you want to put together. We have uh, Behind the Beat. So that's talking to the bands, getting interviews, showing clips of their shows, that sort of thing. We're looking for you. We want that. Um, if you're a band, you don't have videos. Send us the music. We'll put it on our Catterday show, which is all cat videos. Because everybody loves cat videos. I, 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 I will fuck up some cat videos. Right? And then you get introduced to new fucking music while you're watching a cat video. Love it. Like, it's a great way to sneak into that top 40 normal realm, right? Love it. Um, so if you have cats or dogs or ferrets or birds or whatever, send us videos. We'll put them on the channel. People love pet videos. Um, you know, if you're a fashion mogul or maybe you're an artist and you craft and you art or you know you want to do a show, Right in. You just go to subgothtv.com. We have a content submission page. You send in a little application. We contact you. We do a pre-production interview. If everything is good and everybody understands, we send you the contracts, and we're off and running. And the shows do get ad revenue. Uh, we're not quite there yet. Um, ad revenue, sh we're aiming for July to start with paid ads. Um, right now we're doing some beta testing. But uh, we're also looking, July 1st is our penciled in, you know, our tentative date for uh, the, the launch, like the actual channel launch. And we're going to host a party. We're going to have the TV cameras there. We're going to have some bands and some giveaways. Like, you know, we're, we're planning. So it's a lot. But, um, you know, it's worth it. Totally worth it. To see the goth community go worldwide like that, homegrown. It's not scripted. It's not something that somebody went into like fucking HBO and said, 
get these writers who know shit about the goth scene to write this fucking show. It's none of that. It's like old school, you know, garage video kind of. It's fanzine, but on it's, video. It's fanzine video. Yeah, fanzine video. Fanzine video. Yeah, so, um, you know, you got clubs, you got shows. Hit us up, man. We only have one cameraman at the moment, but if you're a cameraman, you want to get some action, hit us up. We're looking for some extra cameramen so we can do a couple things at the same time. Sometimes there's two or three two good shows that you, you know you can't, it's hard to pick and choose. Don't want a favorite. You know what? Uh, I have some videos that I might be able to submit to uh, Subgoth TV that it's going to be really well produced. So, I love it. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, if the content can come in with like an intro and an an outro and the content in the middle. That's the best. We're looking for hour-long shows. You can have one show, like you. You've got 475 episodes after tonight. Ugh. We can make a series for you, put 10 shows per season. Maybe we start with your top 10 favorite. Uh, I, I, that's going to be hard to tell. I know. Huh? There's going to be a handful of fucking... Maybe uh, your uh, followers can give you some suggestions on what their top favorites are to start with. Oh, yeah. All the pigs out there, you disgusting pigs. Let us know which one's your favorite episodes. Yeah, pigs. Throw some mud his way. Throw he needs to know. Throw some mud. <laughs> you have a lot going on. You have so many spinning plates. I, I do. And, you know, when I get to meet people that kind of do the same thing, well, not the same thing as my, my shit, but same format where you i got a shit ton of smitty plates and to meet someone else that's kind of doing the same thing like fuck yeah like you know more power to you congratulations you. on all the success and obviously even with the heartaches that you know we go through trials and tribulations with these shows and producing and whatnot like you learn Dude, there's some fast you ass growth and learn. some serious learning curves that's for certain and sometimes you just lose your ass you know a lot of events we don't make a lot of money and everything we make right now is going to refunds or back into another event, um, you know, to help build that money for the refunds. But, um, <clears throat> you know, people, oh, you got all this money. You just make all this. I really want to do a show that I think people would be interested in for this next event at this other park where I can film, like, the whole process from beginning to end. That really all goes cool. into that. So Right on Subgoth TV? Yeah, on Subgoth TV. You are just creating your own content. As you're doing this, I mean, do you have ideas for shows? Or oh, God, yes. Wow, okay. How about Pimp My Coffin? Pimp My Coffin. <laughs> or Pimp My Crypt. Because they can go in and crypt, you know, pimp their closet, pimp their room, pimp my crypt. Dude, I, gotta, I, I have somebody that might be really good at that. I'm going to pitch that. Um, I'd like to do a show myself called um, Death Surrounds Us. Okay. And talk about all the things in our everyday life that originated because of the death world or the funeral industry that people don't realize. Like, I wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot pole. That's a death saying. That's a, that's a cemetery saying. Really? Oh, yeah. Never knew but that. Nobody knew that. Everyone's like, oh, I went, that's just a long pole I won't touch you with. No, it's the sexton's pole. The sexton runs the cemetery. They're the ones that bury the bodies. And a year and a day after that, somebody goes into a mausoleum, they take a 10-foot pole. They push the remains into the back, into a little cistern at the bottom. So there's room for the next body. That's why there's like 50 fucking names on a mausoleum. Because a mausoleum is basically a very slow crematorium. <laughs> so it kind of slowly incinerates you. And then they just push it all to the back. And they usually have like a little cavern underneath and a little opening. And the sexton uses his 10-foot pole to push those remains back. And there you go. So I wouldn't touch you with a six or a ten foot pole. Damn, never knew. Uh, see, never stop learning, guys. Fuck. So I think that would be a fun show. I could probably do seven or eight episodes, and like one on how to read headstones, maybe, or you know, different oh. forms of burial. I I think that would be really neat. 
That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, I interviewed once, uh, I forget the gentleman's name, but he was uh, Ellie Corner. And holy fuck. The craziest <laughs> shit, right? Uh, yeah, that. Uh, we did a video. Okay, uh, that's got to be in your top 10. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> that one, I think the Flat Earther, David Weiss. Oh, that yeah. was so good. That was a really good episode. Yeah, that, that's, I got some shit. Yeah, you're like, oh, now the wheels are spinning. Like, I mean, live performances alone. I mean, we had Clive Farrington on stage here. Uh, it's just been some gnarly shit. I had a drag show to fucking christen the stage. What? I want to do a drag show. I want to do a goth drag show, kind of like Dragula. Oh. Have you ever seen Dragula? That no. show's fucking epic. No, I have not. Love you, Boulet brothers. Thank <laughs> you. Um, no, it's uh, it's goth drag. Dragula, like they murder them at the end of the show. Everybody gets their death scene if they get kicked off the show. The the two people that run it, the the Boulet brothers. Oh my god, their costume and makeup, they're stunning. They're every woman that every woman wants to be in the goth world. And you know, it's 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 horror drag, so you don't get like all that glam. I mean you do, but it's great. If you haven't watched it, go fucking watch Dragula. I think Dragula. they're on season four or five. And you know where they got that name? Where? Everyone thinks it's because, you know, Drag and Dracula. No, that was the name of the car for the Munsters. Or was it? Yeah, it was the Munsters' name of their car. Dragula. What? Yeah, I think it was the Monsters. It's one of those shows. One of those... Cars. Cars. One of the cars from... The, it was the Monsters, the Adams Family. I want to say it was the Monsters. Their car was called Dragula. Oh, shit. It just fucking fit, even though you it's think perfect. it's going to be... Perfect. Dude, I love it. Like, they have this opening scene where they're exercising, right? The two Boulay brothers while they're talking about the people on the show. And one of them, they're like, okay, are you ready? I'm ready. And they're like, stab the man, stab the man, stab the man. Kick the dead body. Kick the dead body. I'm like, that's the workout I want. That's the kind of workout class I want to go to. That sounds like a blast, right? Whatever the motivation needs to be, regardless of it's kicking your fucking, your dead, your enemy's dead body, because that's what's going to motivate me. Boom. Bam, or, you know, fuck cleaning you. cobwebs on the ceiling. <laughs> you know, whichever. But um, so I really like to do a drag show. I just met a girl who opened an art gallery at Victoria Gardens, and we've talked about doing a fashion show. Um, a, a, ideally, to start with, um, I think we're just going to invite a lot of people who create fashion and say, hey, submit pieces and we'll get models and we'll showcase all your pieces in a fashion show. But ideally, what I'd love to do eventually is do a fashion show of each style of goth. You know, okay. maybe from the, the history of goth from the beginning to now, kind of see the progression in one fashion show. That'd be really cool. Wouldn't that be fucking rad? I will watch that on Subgoth TV for sure. I hope so, because yeah. it's going to be on Subgoth TV. I believe it. Everything I do from now on will probably be on Subgoth TV. Next thing, so. you'll be Subgoth reality show, following you around your cameras. We've actually talked about that. I've started taking a GoPro out with me. Um, we want to do a show called Goth Empire, right? So it's not just Inland Empire. It's the goth empire, the worldwide empires of goth. Like, we are an empire among ourselves, really. And until recently, like you brought up, it's been a very tucked in, secret, mysterious kind of subculture. And now it's just getting blown the hell wide open like a big volcano. Yeah, it's weird. It is. I, I, I don't like it. You don't like it? No. <sighs> I'm torn. I, I, I like that it's its own thing where no one's fucking with it. And no one's trying to whatever either you're in it and you know what's up or you're not right no i mean i so. i feel that I, like i said i'm on the fence i mean you know the idea that it's becoming more mainstream means that the people who have always been afraid to explore their goth side can now do it a little more freely and without so much oppression i just wish that this change would take the oppression away from the goth world 
Because, you know, that's why we have Goth World or World Goth Day, right? You don't know that? No. I just thought it was just someone doing it. No. Uh, May 22nd is World Goth Day. I mean, yeah, I mean, we want to recognize goths. But um, it's because a girl, was, a girl and a guy were murdered um, for just being goth. Gosh, I just, I have her picture here. I can't remember her name. Um, I can't remember her name, dude. I just had it in my damn head. Was that, was that here or was that a... Sophie Lancaster. It was in the UK. And it was about maybe 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. So, uh, maybe a little longer, but Sophie Lancaster and her boyfriend were walking home and they were goth and they just got jumped and beat so badly that they died from their injuries. Well, she died from her injuries. I'm not sure if the boyfriend did. I think he recovered, but she died from her injuries. Wow, just because you're goth. Just because she was goth. Just because she looked different. And, you know, that happens all the time. Like, I mean, I love Bats Day. And Bats Day is coming up, guys, second Sunday of May, all the time. So get your tickets. It, I mean, like, they're advertising. Bats Day is hot and ready to go. It's right around the corner. So if you're going to Bats Day, do that, too. But, like, at Bats Day for years, not this last time I went, because we didn't get in until real late because of Disneyland's problems, but um, a lot of times for years, like, especially in the 2000s, it was like, why do you look like that? Excuse me, you're scaring my kid. Where's the funeral? Oh, my God, is there a costume party? You know, just that condescending, patronizing shit that you're like, shut the fuck up. Why are you dressed like a Barbie? Right. Don't you know she's not real? Her measurements aren't even realistic. Go change your damn clothes. Like, we're not rude like that to them. I mean, why are you wearing a jersey? You're not a football player. Not even, like, half the size. Well, actually, they're probably over fucking fat. But, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, I'm, I'm torn on that still. I, I love the goth world, and I think everybody should be immersed in the goth world. Or at least get a glimpse into, like, how awesome it really is. Because, like, in TV, you know, for many years, the goths and the punks had the chains and, you know, they're always the bad guys and we can go start some trouble and do some drugs and <laughs> fuck in the alley. And, like, that's not goth. Dude, you know how many venues have called me this last year and been like, can you bring the goth scene here or the punk scene? Because you guys don't really fight. You clean up after yourselves. You handle your shit. You're respectful. Like, these other scenes are, like, fucking shooting each other and bleeding all over the dance floor and fucking people up every time they look sideways. Can you just bring your group? We want to change to that scene. And it's been amazing because a bunch of venues are just like, please come to us. Wow. When the hell has that ever happened? Hardly ever. Unless you're so. a fucking great club that doesn't bring any fucking drama. Which is all the IE clubs. Like, we're a family in the IE. Like, I know um, April 22nd, the night before the tea party, is Death Before Synth Pop. Love that night. It's for the older people. You know, like, us old school people, those are our DJs from the old days that are still spinning. Nice. And they're playing the older stuff, some Knights Rev, and some two, Front 242. Yeah. You know, some old fucking revolting cocks. You know, shit you heard in the clubs in the 90s and the early 2000s. And, you know, all that hardcore riverhead industrial, that... Some claim isn't goth. It is goth. I was there. I know. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's it's just really neat that all of the clubs locally have done really well. They bring in large crowds. Dude, and goth drink, boy. I tell people venues, like, no, you got to have hard alcohol. You only got beer. We can't do a goth club here. Goths don't drink beer. We drink real drinks. Like, we drink liquor. Yeah. Get your liquor out. That's what we want. Um so, are the goths yeah. are the goths partaking into the the white the white claws? Yes. Yeah. I think everyone everyone has been brought into the white claw clan. <laughs> it's the white claw white claw cult. Those aren't too bad. I'm a Mike's Hard Lemonade girl, or you know, I don't think I ever tried else. one of those before. It's very girly. 
Yeah. I don't like to taste my alcohol. I want to get drunk like I'm drinking on Kool-Aid. It's so much more fun. Same. But I don't really get drunk anymore either because I'm usually the designated driver. Or I'm alone, so I have to drive home. But also, like, I've, I had a, an alcoholic roommate. That opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. And then I started noticing, like, goth people are kind of, I mean, uh, not goth, goth people are fucking ratty when they're drunk. But drunk people sometimes do some crazy shit. And I like to be the one the next day to be like, I'll tell you why you have that bruise on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember? Let me tell you everything that happened last night. I like to kind of be the record keeper, so I try not to get too fucked up. Ah, to see everyone get fucked up in the alternative at at nighttime. It's, it's a blast. It's something else, man. You see them demons come out quick when the oh, barriers yeah. are down. But even then, I never really see people fight. I might hear some, you know, fuck you, fuck you. But, I mean, it's very rare, rare you see people touch each other, put hands on each other. And if they do, it's over before it really starts. One swing, everybody's on them. Stop. Knock yeah. it off. And the thing that I find fun, right, like, Dominion, our Thursday night regular club in Riverside. It's free to get in, 21 and over. All of us go there all the time. Um, so, like, there, if you want to get in a fight, it's not happening. If you want to start shit, it's not happening. Because everyone's just kind of like, whoa, dude, chill out. But the other thing, too, is, like, they're in a hip-hop club other nights. So we get all kinds of people that come in there that aren't goth. And they're not like they're like, well, what night is it? It's goth night. Well, okay, we'll try it. And then they have a fucking blast. And like, everybody's nice. so nice. The music's so great. Oh shit. Although once in a blue moon, you know, you get that uh asshole, right? Sure. Or like a club chamber in Anaheim's, I think 16, 17 years now. I used to perform belly dance shows there when they first opened. Nice. Great okay. club, guys. Love you for it. Um, may it go another 16 years. But they have two rooms, and sometimes people come from the other room, and we're like industrial, you know, punching, kicking, elbows, arms, flinging in all the directions, moving all over the floor. And one time I was there, and this guy was like, that motherfucker hit me. And I was like, no, you walked into his arm. No, he fucking punched me. I'll kick his ass. And I was like, take a minute, bro. Step back. Look at the floor. If you can't handle that shit, don't walk across the fucking dance floor because you're going to get punched. He ain't trying to punch you. You just ran into his fucking arm. He's just dancing. If you don't understand that, go back to the other fucking side. And he was like, oh, all right. <laughs> you know? Like, Fuck around and find out. But on that side, somebody runs into you. Now they want to fight. And everybody's throwing fists. And we're like, nah, dude. It's not like that here. You want to throw fists? Wait till the next industrial song comes on and throw it all the fuck you want. Just don't throw it at anybody particular. Right? Like, just throw it in the air and at the floor and at the sky and wherever else. Just fucking play nice. That's all it is, man. And most of the people in the golf scene are nice, you know? Alcohol is the number one reason people aren't nice. And usually it's a specific event, you know. My, she looked at my boyfriend or whatever the fuck. Um, you know, it's usually kind of petty. So a lot of us will step in and be like, dude, not worth it. Fucking calm down. You want to get 86 for three months? I like dancing with you. Knock it off. <laughs> you know? Be smart about it. Yeah, and as far as 86ing people, like, people think it happens all the time. It really doesn't. But promoters do talk, guys. You fuck up at a club. A lot of promoters are going to know, and they may not let you into their club for a while. So. Oh, yeah, we all talk. Yeah, and we there's been a lot of canceling going on lately, you know, but people are getting called oh, out. Oh, I just saw who just got canceled. Some band star. Oh, yeah, we're not going to mention the name. Okay. And he put out a public apology, tried to explain, and, you know, kudos. There's a couple of people. There's a few DJs, some bands, some partygoers. I had to ask, ask some people because uh, they were going to events and shouldn't have been at them. And, uh, you know, promoters get shit, though, you know? Fuck you, how dare you cancel me? You know why I'm canceling you? Because those other 800 people over there 
deserve a safe environment and you're not safe. So go fucking somewhere else. I don't get the whole cancel stuff, especially when you let the people back in. I don't let them back in. I've but when people do, and then there's promoters who they just don't care. They just want their money and they let them in the clubs and people are like, oh, that fucking guy. You know, but a lot of it too, I mean, unfortunately, goths are people, people are drama. Whether you're goth or not, you're fucking drama. Shit happens and shit talk happens. So I go on, I accuse you of something and now 90% are going to believe me and 10% aren't. What does the promoter do? Do I believe you or not? You know what the promoter does? I made an allegation against the people I kicked out. One was a, a registered sex offender who was going to all-age events, and he wasn't supposed to be because he was registered for sex offending under 14. Oh, shit. And I found out and was like, please just don't come back. Of course, they've smart started this huge smear campaign. That was like a whole other fucking thing I don't want to get into. But, you know, a whole other thing um, I got spinning over there. Jesus Christ. Um, Too many plates. But, you know, I kind of, like... My attorney was said, like, you have to put a post up for 24 hours notifying the community because if something happened, they need to report it. You are responsible. I am responsible. I held the event. I allowed them to be at my event. I didn't know, or he never would have been at my event, right? But, um, you know, so they oh, we got canceled. Da, da, da. But what the other promoters did was they DM'd me. Okay, you made this allegation. Show us the proof. Here's where I have my proof. This is what I'm working off of. Good enough. And that's what promoters will do. We're not just going to go, oh, okay, you said they're an asshole, then they're not coming in the club, right? Because the people that I outed, too, it's come to find out there's like seven or eight people who have sent me screenshots that they were harassing them, threatening them, basically told them they were canceled. They were 86. Everybody had their photos, and they'd get jumped when they came to the events. So, you know, that, that's called gross interference of business. Now you're taking business away from all the venues and people because you have a personal problem with somebody. Promoters don't give a shit. Now, if that somebody is harassing you and you have a restraining order... That's another story. That person beats you regularly. That's another story. You were sexually assaulted by that guy in a back alley when you were drunk. That's another story, right? I mean, everything is kind of individual. You have to look at each thing individually. But promoters do talk. We do share photos. We do share experiences and events like that. So if you're a total shithead in the clubs and you get booted, it's your own fucking fault. It's not because somebody just said, I don't like them, or that's my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend, or we don't care about that shit. You know, we're there to provide a good, safe environment. People come out, fun, have a good time, go home, come back the next time. We're not there to be your, your judge, jury. We're not there to choose sides. But when there is hard evidence and there's proof that this person is a bad egg, we will boot them out and cancel them because our community is too important and it's too small. As it should. As people need to take acknowledgement, let people know what the fuck is going on, kick the bad people out, fuck these bad people. Yeah, but I mean, they really, you really have to have backing. Right. You can't just go on and be like, oh, this guy did this thing and nobody was around and I proof. don't have any proof and I never told the cops. Then shut the fuck up and stop. Like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was a victim too. It sucks, but show me the proof, right? Prove to me that this happened because right now it's he said, she said, and I can't, I can't really pick a side. The only thing that bothers me about all this cancel shit, uh, if, if, especially with shit online, Right, and I see it everywhere in the wrestling community. Everywhere, hey, if this shit is really popping off the way that it is, why don't you go find it? Go call the cops, go to the proper authorities, do what you need to and do. And the people who have called the cops put their proof up, exactly. You know, and some people, what was that? Not sure, that sounded like thunder, huh? A little bit, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sound like, like the building almost rumbled right I now, know. it was kind of cool and weird. Um, but 
you know, and some people do put up proof. Like, I mean, the girl in the My Smear campaign, she works for law enforcement. She was here, I mean, she works for the court. She was with me last time. She's ah, legal. Okay. She works in workers' comp. There's nothing that she could tell me that I need advice from, right? But she puts up these forms that she's doing this, she's doing that, and it's all bullshit because she just gets the forms from work. So even that's not real proof. Like, give me a report number and let me call that police station and get that report number. Like, that's the step I'm going to go. That's the level I'm going to go before I decide you're not able to come into one of my events. Right? Because I think, and I think people get a second chance. Yeah, I knew he was a felon. I knew he had a fucking ankle bracelet and was on parole. They told me some bullshit lie about why, and I believed him like an asshole until somebody else showed me something different. Because I want to believe the best in people. And I think people deserve a second chance, and people can learn and rehabilitate. Unfortunately, this guy was not one of those people. Well, so, good thing you know. that you came across the information and let people know, and obviously you're not welcome anymore, so fuck that. And that's okay. You know, and, like, I didn't go to other promoters and be like, don't let them into your shit. You know, it was just like, just don't come to my shit. I'm not going to make a big deal about it. Just go away. They're the ones that made the big deal about it. They're the ones that outed themselves. Well, we got canceled. We got canceled. Well, you're all assholes and then fought with a bunch of promoters. So they didn't get into their clubs. And, you know, not my fault you're a fucking asshole and want to fight with everybody online, you know? <laughs> Check your attitude. Assholes. Check what you do. But, see, people also love to... Um, who the fuck is Zach Rabbit? Oh, oh Zach Rabbit Zach. Lopez. Oh, Zach. Hey, what's up, Zach? Zach's that's okay. coming in a way. I got insurance. Mario don't have to. I yeah. Go with Woo, see, fuck you, Zach. <laughs> you still a bitch. And, um, you know, uh, damn, that fucking threw me off. Yes, Fresno <laughs> Goth Scene is kind, too, and full of love, Giovanni. I fucking miss Fresno. I'm just going to tell you, my Fresno yes people, I miss you, Fresno Goth. Fresno yes. Um. I just think that, like, if a promoter really has an issue, like, somebody's coming into the club and they're being disruptive and they're fighting and they're breaking glasses and they're fighting with security, yeah, tell other promoters. We don't want that shit in our club. But this, I didn't try to make a big deal. Like, even when I posted, I didn't post names. I didn't tag them. I turned off the comments. Like, this is my due diligence. It's done. It's coming down. Moving on. Right? And I just moved on with my life. They haven't. But I have. Right? And, and that's all it is. Like, I didn't go to L.A. and say, don't let them into your club. Now, L.A. contacted me. One of, one of the groups contacted me and went, tell us about these fuckers that are on our page starting shit. What do you know about them? And they escalated their own shit from there, right? So, I mean, you know, it's really up to each promoter. It's up to the, you know, what kind of event is it? Is it 18 and over, 21 and over, all ages? And if you're a dick, you're a dick, dude. And if people know it, they know it. Sometimes yeah. the dicks just hang around and we just, they're just part of the family too. It just depends on what you're doing and... You know, exactly. So come out with a good attitude when you come out to these shows. Be good. Be kind to each other. If you don't know how to do that, go to a hip hop club. Fuck yeah. Cause that's all there's doing fuck, over, there. over there. Dude. Bingo. Go to oh, a hip hop fuck. club. Don't, don't come over here, man. And you know, if you just want to fight and you're angsty, go to a punk show and go to the fucking mosh pit. Like you'll be fine. Get it out. You know? Just go down an alley. Just go down an alley. Fuck Just around take and a, find out. I hope you have two working kidneys and like dark walks down dark, uh, long walks down dark alleys, baby. Call me. <laughs> right? I saw that today on BuzzFeed on like those bad Tinder things. And somebody was like, must have two working kidneys and like long walks down dark alleys. I was all, yeah. You mean one kidney when they get back? You're going to wake up in fucking Mexico in a fucking hotel room with a fucking uh, a bathtub tub full, full of ice. ice. Yeah. Right. 
Well, obviously, you have nonstop action going on left and right. Too many spinning plates. I can't thank you enough for, number one, taking time out of your crazy fucking day. You should be asleep right now or working on something crazy, but you're here <sighs> talking about the life experiences, the shit that you're going through, the 3,000 jobs and more fucking <laughs> events that are coming around, the fucking sub-goth TV. And mind you, everything requires time. Yeah. I don't know how you're doing it because I don't know how... This show suffers because I'm so involved with my other projects and my other endeavors and my productions and editing and whatever the fuck. So this show suffers. I don't know how the fuck you're doing it. Well, one of the things I did was uh, talk with my assistant, Dolly, and I just said, Dolly, here's what we're going to do with IE Goth. We're going to do a once a month event that's family friendly, and we're going to just focus on that. We're not going to try and do evening events or host shows or any of that stuff right away. Let's focus on just giving families once a month something to do with their goth and punk rock and, and, you know, alternative kids. Um, So, you know, I've I've pulled back a lot from IE Goth because I don't have the time to put into it what I really want to and what I really want to do. Like, eventually I'd like to get to a point where we're cleaning freeways, we're volunteering in cemeteries, you know, we're working in soup kitchens and full fucking goth gear so we can go on TV being like, goths are awesome too. See, we're good community people too. Um, But we're just not there yet. Like, First and foremost goal is refunds, 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 refunds. Um, the last batch of merchandise we got, like I haven't even ordered merchandise. Doctor Strange donated it so that we can make money for refunds. Um, and I don't really know how I find time. I guess while I'm in the bathroom in the shower, you know, I'm just kind of like, okay, Ideas. got it, got it, got it, got the idea. Let me jump out and write it down now because that was my five minutes to myself. Um, I have no idea. I don't know where the energy or the ideas come from, but they do, and they just happen. I'm a, I. I believe the universe wants what's best for us. And when she makes it easy for me and everything falls into place, it's meant to happen. If it's really hard and I'm struggling and I'm just fighting uphill to get it done, it's just not meant to happen at that time. So shelve it and focus on the shit that's coming together. Right? Like Subgoth TV, it all just kind of fell into place and we went, yeah, fuck it, let's go. Um, you know, IE Goth, the tea party. Hey, I got this venue, it's out there. Fuck yeah, I do a tea party. Let's do it. Awesome. <laughs> right? Like, it just kind of fell into place. And this guy called me and was like, hey, I, you know, I want you to do some events here. And I'm like, I got events. Um, so I think part of it is just, um, you know, other people give their ideas and I listen. I pay attention and let them have some say because it's not all about me. It's about the community. It's about the community. I love it. And what we think they want and will love and appreciate, you know. I appreciate you once again just putting in the fucking effort of what you're doing into your craft, into your love, into your people. And uh, fuck, we need more people like you doing good things for for Thank people you. around them other than being a complete fucking asshole and like just collecting other people's money and not giving a fuck what they're doing because there's a lot of that shit too there is there is and you know people are people i mean everybody has different experiences different goals different dreams different ideals so you know kudos to you mario too because man you're spinning as many plates as i am you're running as wild as i am i don't know how the fuck you do it either i don't know i just we just do it gotta get up every day someday super early and those mm-hmm. days you end up late and it is what it is. Not a- Every day, 5 a.m. I'm up. I'm in bed by like 1 at the latest. I don't go past 1 p.m. Like I mean 1 a.m. Unless I'm at the club. Because I've arranged with all my jobs. I don't work Friday morning. I don't go until 11. Because Thursday night is my night. There you go. Because that's where I get my therapy, right? Like I hit the dance floor, close my eyes. I'm all alone on that floor and my music. Just letting it out. And I think that's what keeps me sane. <laughs> that and morning walks with my dog. 
my dog is a big part of keeping me sane. Gotta take the poochie out for a drive. I mean, for a walk. I take her driving, too. Uh, yeah, go get a puppuccino. Yeah. I might even bring her to our tea party. I'm, Ooh, I'm debating. There you go. Uh, once again, where uh, where do we go pick up tickets, and when is that tea party? Tea party is two weeks from today, April 23rd, at the Paris Depot. Tickets are on Inland Empire Goth. Dot com. You can also find them on our Facebook pages, Inland Empire Goth. There's a group and a page. Uh, there's a link at the top of our Instagram, Inland Empire Goth. Don't let those fake accounts fool you. Ours has our logo. And, um, yeah. And then just keep watching those things. You can even sign up for a newsletter. We do a monthly newsletter. So we'll let you know all the things coming up and all the cool Fuck. shit that's happened. And a newsletter. Thank God for an assistant. Jeez. Seriously, my assistant does a shit ton. I'm just going to say, like, I could not do it without Dolly. She's amazing. Wow. That, having a good uh, support, people who, who just can get things done, that's amazing. Yeah, and she's not even here. She doesn't even get to go to anything. She lives in Mexico. Wait, what the fuck? She lives in fucking Tijuana, dude. I'm trying to work toward getting her a visa, but I don't have the money right now because of the refunds. But once I get that done, I'm working toward a visa for her because she puts so much work. She puts in as many hours as I do. Like, Goth on the Mountain, we both worked, like, seven days a week, 17 hours a day on Goth on the Mountain. So it was as much of a disappointment and heartbreak for her. And then she does all the postings, creates most of our flyers, you know, manages all the vendors and shit, corresponds with everybody when I can't. I couldn't do it without her. I really couldn't. Like, if I messaged her right now, I was like, Dolly, I need to know how many tickets we have for the tea party. In two minutes, I'd have an answer. She's just on it. And the thing is... Major kudos to you, Dolly, because she's a single mother of three-year-old twins, and she takes care of her mom. And she still fucking manages all the shit, and she's a partner on Subgoth TV. Jesus. So we got to get her out here, man. We got to get her to California. We need to, we need to get Dolly out here. For the next big amusement park event, I don't care what I have to do if I have to smuggle her in a backpack. I'm bringing her <laughs> to the damn event. Um, but I do mail her. Like, I have a big box to mail her with all the merchandise and everything. You know, she got the, the pins that we do are numbered. All of our pins are numbered because they're all limited edition. Oh. So she has number one for all of the pins. She gets the first pin. That's fucking and awesome. the first patch and the first mug and the first, you know. Everything I just put it aside for Dolly. So next time we go to TJ, I'll make sure to fucking hit her up and go say hi. Uh, Wait, yeah. I, I like to go out there for wrestling. A lot of wrestling out there. Oh yeah. Lucha Libre. So. Lucha Libre. I know you got all these cool pictures of it over here. You guys can check out some Lucha Libre as the longest running variety show in LA is returning back to the beautiful Mayan. Lucha Vavum returns back to the Mayan for their grand show of Cinco de Mayo. So May 4th and 5th, Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday uh, at the beautiful Mayan Lucha Vavum, uh, burlesque Lucha Libre and... All kinds of crazy shit. So I don't have anything great. going on those days. I you, can go. You need to come out. Be my guest. That's kind of rare. You guys so. get tickets at luchavavum.com. Don't forget to get your tickets for the tea party, and don't forget your tickets for the prom. That's happening on May 13th? Yep. Woo! I and those believe. tickets are will be available at the end of this week. Oh, okay. Not on yeah. sale yet, but No, we out. didn't want to throw two things at people at once. Right? Gotcha. I just want you to worry about paying for one thing before you have to think about paying for the next. Like, Got it. We really try to be conscious of that. Like, you know, inflation's ridiculous. The fucking interest rate is through the roof. And shit's just getting more expensive and people are losing jobs everywhere. So we try to consider that, too. You know, not everybody has money and free time. So. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. 
Thank you for those who do have money to come out support. Thank you, Marjani, for coming out and just letting us know where all the plates have been spinning and they are fucking continuously spinning. So uh, shout out to you and your entire team and, and obviously all the work that you're doing for this community, for the people that either appreciate or don't appreciate it, but you are here doing it as we do it here live every Sunday night. Don't forget to like, subscribe, tell your mom about us because she already does. Uh, <laughs> on that note, pigs will be, well, fuck. I'm going to see. What's our, what's our next show? See, this happens when you're too busy sometimes. I know. Uh, <laughs> the looks like confused. Uh, so, yeah, so we're off next week and possibly the week after. So as of right now, March 6th, we'll be back. That's going to be a Saturday and a Sunday, the 7th. So uh, catch me out in Coachella. Bring me some water. I don't know. I mean, hopefully I'm not dead or anything. I mean. Yeah, and if you're at Punk Rock Bowling, come see me at the Doctor Strange booth. That's right. Uh, when's Punk Rock Bowling? Uh, Punk Rock Bowling is Memorial Day weekend in Las Vegas. Oh, I might be out there for some wrestling stuff for AEW. Oh, my dude, I, if you are, hit I, me up, man. I'll, we'll hang I'll, out. I'll, I'll go it's out there. It's in uh, North Vegas by Fremont Street. It's at Zappos this year. Um, and last year, they had 15,000 in attendance every day. Jesus. And yeah. if you want to see a sea of punk rockers, man. That's, that's the place to be. Fremont Street is just patches and vests and mohawks and sexy boots. That is my favorite out of all Vegas. Gotta love Fremont. So where all the freaks and geeks go. So Exactly. Thank you so much, Mario. Thank I you. I freaking love coming on here. Thank you for all you do for the community Woo. and everything you give us. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to see you at some of our events in the future. I plan to make it out there as far as I think that it may be. I will make the effort to go out to the 909 and I'll go visit. i pick you up. Oh, shit. That's a big, that's a big <laughs> fucking loop. I'm down. I got you, boo. I got there you. There we go. Uh, on that note, good night. Good night, everyone. And now, Happy ladies Easter. and gentlemen. Happy Easter. Hey, yo, DJ, stop the music. Countdown. Countdown. Five, four, three, two. Initiating shutdown sequence. Five, four, three, two, one. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. This show may cause birth defects and or cancer. Void where prohibited in the southern red states. Official sponsor of the Special Olympics. Not really 2% financing available for nothing. See your official Toyota dealer for recall as penalty for not buying American. This show may cause massive amounts of marijuana consumption. This show has been a joint venture of cockballs and ass. Free salad tossing available. Pun request. Visit RobertReese.com. Sexual relations among cousins is not incest. Thank you. That will conclude this evening's entertainment.